Hello there, maggot dicks, and welcome to Horror Phobia, a spooky movie review podcast for the horror lovers and horror phobics alike. I'm your host, Jake. Next to me is my wife, Emily. Hey. All the way across the internet is our friend, Ryan. What's up? And across the very slutty, slutty internet is our <laughs> friends, Ian and Jake. Hey. Hello, everyone. We are a group of lifelong friends who review horror movies. Why horror movies? Because I love them. And I hate them. And uh, and uh, we decided to stay together as, as friends. Mm-hmm. And, Unfortunately. Uh, that's the premise make of the show. And, and, make it, and make a podcast. This is, my life. <laughs> this is We almost fell apart almost uh, as friends, yep. but then we said we're holding on for something. We just haven't found that thing yet, yep. and well, then and we found it. We're trauma yep. bonding, aren't we? You know, we're trauma bonding. <laughs> yep. right. A meteor hit each and every one of us. It was <laughs> nuts. Spoilers, dude. Come on. Right. What? <laughs> Early? <laughs> So first, we'll begin with a spoiler-free review. We review on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being good. Uh, n- not good, sorry. <laughs> 1 being up. awesome. 1, one being, being the opposite. 1 being dog shit. 10 being very good. The opposite of dog shit? Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> what if we did just like start a writing system that was completely opposite? We almost did like tiers. You know what I mean? Where it was like t- like tier one, like so we rate it one, but that means it's good. Just fuck people up. Mm-hmm. Not I hate that. it. We're not doing that. I hate it. It's almost like the Richter scale <laughs> or like it felt, storms. It, it felt yeah. even like it didn't feel great thinking about it, and it felt even worse coming out of my mouth. So. <laughs> Either way, idea. like the blowjibber of the week. <laughs> yep. But we review on a scale of one to ten. One being not good, and ten being amazing. And uh, we will go around, get everyone's score for the film. Then Ryan, acting as our resident scaredy cat, will score the scare factor of the film. Yes. And the movie of the week is Color Out of Space. Color Out of Space. Pew, 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 pew. Then we will transition to our spoiler-filled walkthrough of the film, including behind-the-scenes info, critical reception upon release, production, budget versus box office gross, and our own personal likes and dislikes of the film. So we will begin with this synopsis. The 2020 film, Color Out of Space. 2019, was it? Or was it 20? No, it came out in 2020, right? Why is it saying 19? It literally says, on IMDb, it says I've gotten a few different ones. Yeah, Mm. I don't know. Google says January 2020. I don't know. That was a release date? It says, yeah, to I, January 2020. Yeah, but then um, IMDb, IMDb literally says 2019. Get your yeah. shit. Shutter says 2019 too. That's why yeah, I thought I it was. 19. I thought it was would a release right. Wonder if it did come out on Shutter in 2019. Maybe Co- I don't know. We watched it on Shutter when it came out. I don't. But remember. we were here for sure. We, we were for sure it, here. Yeah. yeah, we were for sure in Tennessee. This, this movie yeah. came out the time of COVID. That's all people yeah. need to know. Okay. Yeah. Color Out of Space is about one man's struggle to make the world see that alpaca is the meat of the future. <laughs> Fun alpaca fact. Alpaca meat is sweet and tender, blended in higher nutrition than red meat, such as beef. This is a high, very high-protein meat that is very low in cholesterol, calories, and fat. Color Out of Space is a story of cosmic terror centered around the Gardner family. 
When a meteor crashes in their yard of their New England farmhouse, everybody ends up getting more Nick Cage than they bargained for. As the meteorite seems to dissolve into the soil, the family finds themselves battling a mutant extraterrestrial organism as it seems to infect their land, bodies, and minds. I thought you were giving a recipe at first. I was ready. <laughs> My This entire podcast will be filled with fun little pocket facts. I've written down many. Nice. <laughs> All right. My review of Color Out of Space. Color Out of Space is cosmic terror pulp mixed with all the similar tropes of a happy family slowly being torn apart by external force. At the beginning, all the characters, for the most part, are believable, likable, and well acted. <laughs> I'm sure Ryan wants to scream. Uh, the, the film shows emotional depth, even though categorizing it as elevated horror would be multiple stretches too far. As the horrific events unfold, we are treated to multiple body horror moments that are stomach-turning and affected. Effective, sorry. Visually, the film is hypnotic and eye-catching. Nick Cage makes one of his most unhinged and vaudevillian performances of his career in this film. Now my personal favorite of his. I'm giving this film an 8.5 out of 10. Mm. 8.5 alpaca boobs out of 10. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Uh, I got it. I, Ian, I'm sorry. Did you take his? <laughs> did you take his rating? <laughs> okay. Well, mine was. Well, that one will be quick. Yeah, mine was titties. I'm going to jump in with the next review, because I feel like mine is going to contrast Jake's more than anybody else's. And Great two camps. I actually wrote one this nice. time oh, because nice. I oh, wanted yeah. to make sure. When I tear into this shit. Out. So, <clears throat> Color Out of Space takes a page out of The Shining's book by thinking an unexplained supernatural event can be interesting. Only in this case, it's not. The film seemed to suffer by relying on the star power of Nicolas Cage's phoned-in performance while taking little effort to pull the viewer in through creative writing or something resembling decent CGI. While some characters had their moments and some clever use of practical effects provided some redemption, the film as a whole felt long and unimportant. Cosmic horror, more like cosmic snorer. Oh, uh, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, and I rated it a uh, four out of ten unimportant compasses. <laughs> <laughs> Four out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, damn. Thanks. So right. before we get into our disagreements, I guess we'll we should get everybody else's takes <laughs> on it first. Uh, Emily, what are you giving this movie? I'm giving it a seven out of ten. I'll pack of boobs. Oh my gosh! Mm. Oh my so God. Every, that's that's fifteen boobs right there. <laughs> Is that including yours? Uh, no, 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 my I didn't have boobs in mine. mine I gave my it eight point five, so it's fifteen and a half. Oh God! Okay. Breast cancer. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, uh, Ian, what are you giving this film? I'm also giving this eight point five. Uh, demon cats. Nice dude. Okay. Eight point five okay. demon cats. G spots. G spots. Yeah. Mutated G spots. <laughs> Yep. But. 
nice yeah dude. i mean i i think you know this movie had like a good mix of practical and like cgi effects and the colors and sounds you know i don't know i think it helped with like the otherworldly experience of the movie yeah. and i and i enjoyed nick cage's campy acting in this movie <laughs> quite a bit you know um dude it's the best i mean like yeah for sure yeah, it's it's memorable enough to you know quote like some of his, you know what he said, and it's a movie like I can see myself. Very gentle with the. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. Nick Cage interrupted him. Yeah, well, fuck. True. No, no, like this is like a movie that I could see myself watching, like once every five years and tolerating it. I guess, mm. you know that's, but it's it was a good movie. You know, I yeah, was I, impressed. Yeah, I think this is Emily and I's second rewatch. Like we watched it 2019, 2020, and uh, this is our second time watching it uh, to review it. And we both loved it. Jake, the other Jake, uh, what do you what do you give this film? I gave it a, a seven point eight Barbie swastikas. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, dude. <laughs> I don't even think they're swastikas, but they are at the beginning of the movie. Sure looked like. Um, <laughs> I think they're the reverse ones. Uh, it's a good movie. Uh, I read the book as well and some f- fiction, weird fiction around it. And I think it's tough to get a good adaptation that pleases people, especially this almost came out 100 years after the penning of the original so to make it interesting and i mean it's it's weird it's so weird that i don't think i think i get people not enjoying the kind of red herrings of like the weird compasses or like the different like loose ends that never get tied up but i think that's all part of the genre so i i think it looking past that there were there were points in time where that really frustrated me and got me angry as a movie but i'm like for such a short movie um to fit the stuff they did in and to do the things that i think would be on the list of things you want to see in this movie while keeping it under two hours we're we're good yeah i'm gonna have to defend myself so hard (laughs) this is um no because i I get it do you want well, to prepare yourself pre-spoiler or post-spoiler? Um, oh, we'll do go post. We'll do post-spoiler because okay. I, the, some some of the beats that I'm, uh, you know, looking to get into are definitely more in the spoiler side of the territory. Yeah, okay. Jake, we'll have Jake, we'll have to be deep. Non-host Jake is in an interesting position here because as a natural-born devil's advocate, yeah, um, he now has to play that role for both sides of the equation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh, to hell. True, true chaotic neutral. Um, but yeah, this is. I think this is our biggest discrepancy yet, right? I think so. I mean, um, well, well, Emily, did you give it a three? Yeah. You gave it a three. I gave it a four. Four. Gave it a four. Em- Emily's had our lowest yeah. rating to oh, date. Oh yeah, because she had thirty three percent. Thirty three percent. She broke our scale. <laughs> <laughs> she goes one out of three, yeah. and then she quoted Google right. reviews. What is this? A restaurant? <laughs> um, uh- I have them for this movie too, just so you know. <laughs> good, nice. good. I need to consult the people. Reviews. On brand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess I guess so. We, if we won't get into uh, 
until we get in spoilers. Uh, what are you giving this for a spooky factor? Spooky rating. Spooky. <clears throat> uh, right on brand. Also a four out of ten. With a, a four out of ten dollars spent on CGI. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It's a small company. That was, you know, it's a small budget. They yeah. did great. It was a very you know, small budget. Is it Specter Sphere? Uh, it was. Uh, or Ace? Uh, I have it written down. Um, I remember seeing Ace and Specter Sphere. Yeah, the Specter Specter Vision. That's or something the production. Was huh? the production company, and then it was. Damn. I think it was Ace. It was. Or that's uh, one user of... User T thirty eight. Oh. It's a small graphic design, animation, and special effects company out oh. of Spain. Oh, that's who did the. That's why that Portugal uh, and Spain yeah. probably yeah. have the connection. Is... Yeah. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> getting deep into production here. Yeah. Getting deep in the... That was all the research I did for. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I, I think I saw those title plates enough to to figure out which was which. Yeah. There were some new ones though, and I'm I always like seeing yeah. like horror will be a fun thing to, but get, get reacquainted with some of the weirder title. Yeah. Title plates. But yeah, yeah like I I looked up like user T thirty eight like their Instagram page has like two thousand followers or something, and Hell, like, yeah. they were in charge of all the CGI and stuff and. So like for the what the movie was, you know, I, I was impressed enough. Like they handled quite a bit of it. Yeah. You know. Um, for being such a low budget film to you know. Mm -hmm. It didn't it wasn't great, but it was You know, maybe if I looked at the box office uh or the, the, the budget before I watched it, maybe I would have forgiven a little bit. Oh. But watching a movie with Nicolas Cage in it, I'm just assuming yeah. This this is going to be like a pretty high budget, you know, <laughs> Hollywood movie. Yeah. Nope. And, and uh, uh, is... what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I've got to kill me for spoilers. <laughs> get there. Yeah. Get there. Show me. Give me the music. All right, give me so, the yeah. fucking music. All right. So uh, without further ado, let's uh, get into spoilers. Spoilers. Okay. <laughs> That's good. So, oh, I didn't. I didn't pull up. I need to pull up my notes. Spoiler: This movie caused COVID. What? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, meteor that hit. COVID was from space. Yeah, dude. COVID out of space. space Chinese people. Um, fun <laughs> alpaca fact too. Alpaca fleece is water and flame resistant. So there's that. Nice. Both. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow, and they're less aggressive than llamas. Master of Way all the elements, elements. Yeah. like, like the a, chi a child could sure. deal with alpacas. Yeah, do they spit? Do alpacas spit? Alpacas do spit. La they they both do, but I feel like llamas are more. Do you know to... where it spits? I do. I I can show you where it spits. I can show all you where it spits. I was I was waiting for the for the fact, but it was just an innuendo. Yeah, yeah. That was the fact, Jack. So so this film is directed by Richard Stanley. Does anybody know anything about Richard Stanley? He doesn't have a lot of money to work with. Doesn't have yeah. a lot of money. Uh he did the island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah, that is yeah. true. That is, yeah, that I, is in the nineties. Didn't he get like 
ousted from that or something too yeah like i yeah. remember when i was younger i was like the, i like i remember one of the big things was that val kilmer was supposedly a piece of shit on there and that was part of it and then and uh there was a few other different things and there was like either i think the studio uh like kind of messed with his vision of the film and yeah all the actors supposedly had were behind richard stanley on it and uh but the studio you know fired him from the job or whatever and he had so he hadn't worked for like almost almost 30 years um, yeah yeah and i i heard the the actors and the call out of space were kind of like more hesitant about not mm -hmm. hesitant but like they were second guessing working with him yeah thinking that like he was like a nightmare for well that was like a famous case of like uh production hell like to go yeah. through that whole yeah, oh, yeah. the whole rigmarole well, i think it's watched, less likely to happen now but we watched some of that documentary val uh where val kilmer like recorded like did all kinds of behind the scenes recording of all of his movies and they showed uh, a fair amount of island dr moreau and he was one of the actors that seemed um pissed off by the studio like messing with richard stanley's vision so it seemed like it was pretty much unanimous across as far as the actors that they all kind of backed him and some of that so I, it seems like the val kilmer thing was kind of a rumor about it mm. But either way, like I remember watching Island Dr. Moreau as a young child on like Sci Fi Channel and thinking it was good, and it's not. <laughs> but yeah, this is his first it movie was the 90s since uh, The Island of Dr. Moreau. Interesting. So, all right, Ryan, <laughs> mm -hmm. what do you let, let's just what's your what's your problem? Let us have it. Uh, I mean. <sighs> Okay, well, before we get into it, I guess this, because this kind of goes along with, could I get into the box office a budget or no? Or are I we mean, waiting a little bit? I don't, I don't know how, how, uh, you know, how against you are to, to get, we can, we can definitely start with the, uh, the critical, critical reception of the film. Yeah, let's get, let's get to, let's get all the, the, the laundry done first and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk yeah, about it. All the dirty, dirty laundry. So Emily, what was the critical reception of this beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful film? I mean, like we said, it came out during COVID, so I feel like it doesn't seem like it got like a ton of attention as soon as it came out. Um, it's pretty generally good. It's like 60% across the board, um, except for Google reviews, it's 2.8. Actually, that's probably also sixty percent. Two point out of eight out of five. That's so. yeah, that's about right. Something like that. Yeah, that's that's all I have for Math. that. It was really not right. a ton. Well, Ryan, uh, what do you want to provide as box office or production budget versus box office gross? Do you have any of that? Uh, yeah, budget was six mil. Um, which is incredibly low for a modern How much do they play paint a cage probably five of that <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Christ, that's awesome yeah good for nick cage but, <laughs> i mean i don't i don't know but i'm assuming the majority of the budget went to nick cage he likes he, making movies yeah he does i will but, say that he seems like he genuinely likes making a diverse like a diverse yeah. swath of like i don't know maybe he just owes a lot of money or something guess, but uh, but like when you have like like you were just like 
in National Treasure, and then you soiled it by being in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> a movie with great CGI. <laughs> Bruckheimer money. Especially the second one, dude. Um, okay, the box office, though, was one mil. So oh. they lost money. Yeah. Um, That's probably why, uh, like, it's, like uh, Jake had mentioned before that we started recording the podcast that, um, that there were supposed to be three Lovecraft uh, films by Richard Stanley. Based on are you eating right now i was eating i'm done you're a monster <laughs> i haven't I eaten all day too. god damn it you were taking a shit while we were all, all waiting on yeah, mike like, <laughs> i told you exactly when we were being you. you're like yeah <laughs> okay so getting into it like right off the bat my first my first line is quotations west of arkham the hills rise wild very pretentious opening dialogue is <laughs> <laughs> my first note um that was uh the introduction was just a kind of a monologue by the uh actor who played uh ward uh elliot knight a mm-hmm. yeah. uh, very likable young guy i haven't seen him in in much i i don't recognize him did you did anybody else see him, no, recognize I, him from anything I didn't recognize him, yeah. No, I like, but he was one of the more uh, round, like based. I mean, obviously he played like kind of a straight. He wasn't affected by the madness, so it was like, well, he's. But I liked how he played like a normal person. He was such a nice life raft to be like. Oh, there's a sane person here. There Um, is a there is a namesake too with uh, his name Ward Phillip, H. P. Lovecraft's like his first name is Howard mm. Phillip. So they kind of took a word. word. Okay. Word. 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 Yeah. Whatever. Yep. Which is okay. kind of a nice little slap in the face to HP Lovecraft. Oh, yeah, to he, give yeah. like the most round character, pretty much. And the most not what? white character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the whites. I think the most important part with that character was like he was the one through it all. He was probably the only one, like knowing a Lovecraft story, who was sane enough. To be around at the end to say, and that's why I never drink the water in yeah. Arkham because that's those strange days. Like that is such a Lovecraft thing to have. Is like everyone else lost their goddamned minds, and I got back to Arkham. Yeah, um, and I beat my wife. So, so after that dialogue, it basically which just that, opens. What, go go on. No, I was just saying which that dialogue too. I think the 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 story starts similar to that too. Like it's like yeah, they're like, both surveying. Yeah, he might as well have said chapter one before he said yeah, it. pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I think that's pretty much what they did. Yeah. Um. Look, the 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 dialogue was well worded, and I'm sure it would have looked better in print. I just like it hit my ears wrong coming out. It sounded very pretentious. Like yeah, I was I was I was on guard right from the beginning for some reason. I don't know why. In a land. It was like um, half whispered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was the way he was saying it. He was all like, like, you know, stern and morose with it and shit, which I get. But, yeah. Um, but it basically, like, doesn't it, the movie essentially opens up with like him stumbling upon Lavinia, like doing like the ritual, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And witch, I mean, it pans straight past a Barbie-legged swastika yep. <laughs> on the way in. Not a good look for for HP there, HP Lovecraft there. It's a yeah. nod to the old, the old anti-Semite problematic scene of the week <laughs> and there's i mean that i shouldn't say that like i i meant to do more research into 
Like I haven't, I don't know enough about H.P. Lovecraft to know, to really know how much of how much of it how how much of a racist or an anti semite he was. I'm just going with well, he what he, I've heard. He was like a British or like well, he was from New England, but he was from a very English family. Yeah, so he had, a, he had a very yeah yeah at least mm-hmm. from foreigners you know, from what and weaker races. Very Aryan yeah. of him. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I think that is spoken to in a lot of the runic stuff in this. Like, even later, the later on, I mean, well, like the the runes they use later are ones I knew from. Like, is this a like a dog whistle to the right wing, or is this a right wing hate like white supremacist group because they're using this symbol? Even with like the like Ukraine stuff, now you're like, wait, what's that symbol on that person's? Like there's just a ton of stuff where like that instant instantly has implications. Mm-hmm. So I and I don't it wasn't done uh not on purpose in this film. So mm-hmm. it was good to look out for those things I could recognize in those, like when runes are used. I was trying to remember which ones I knew for which reason. <laughs> is it magic or is it Nazism? Mm-hmm. So the yeah. classic game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which one is this? Uh... It's probably both. <laughs> so so he meets her and there's like some obvious like sexual tension between the two of them right you look at my legs how old is she uh she's 16 i thought jesus yeah. fucking christ <laughs> i might be wrong it was filmed know. in portugal Ryan. so immediately grooming she was, she was dressed like a whore i don't <laughs> think it ever says <laughs> i did see some leg <laughs> yeah I, I don't remember it ever saying uh, oh, okay, maybe. in the movie. That, so yeah, my my first initial time. thought was that girl is very young, and that man is old enough to obviously have gone to college. Be a He's a psychologist. Twice, twice yeah. your age. Yeah. Like, so uh, right off the bat, I'm like, whoa, this is yeah. wild. And the parents were, like, kind of fine with it. I mean, they were like, who's that guy? But then they like they let him like hang around and shit. Like the mom yeah. was all for it. I mean, that's kind of how Emily and I got married. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> child bride. Charlie dated a much worse guy before that. That's true. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sorry. <laughs> cut, cut that. Uh, no, I'm. I will never. <laughs> I will only cut things you don't tell me to cut. Oh fuck. <laughs> Um, she's got like a pentagram tattoo on her foot, so she's clearly a spooky bitch. She's clearly seen right, the yeah. craft. Yeah, yeah like yeah. she's that ritual she's performing is is from the necro- Necronomicon, which is I think the- in the beginning it's not. Yeah, <laughs> I think the the one oh. later is a Necronomic yeah. uh, Necronomicon yeah. uh, ritual. I think the early one is just regular Wicca. Oh, okay. I mean, they could be connect. I mean, I yeah. know they're connected in some sort. They're both. Like you're both using magic circles, but I think in the beginning it's specifically Gardnerian yeah. Wicca. Mm-hmm. My, um, because he references that he he I think they ask, I mean I think that's one of the questions, and it yeah. stuck out to me because I knew Gardner was their last name, and the type of Wicca she's doing yeah. is the same yeah. is named after the same. Yeah, thing. because like she calls upon like the four archangels yep. basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, one of the things specific she was asking for was to like basically like keep her mom's cancer suppressed. Is kind of what it yep, seemed like. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, she had. I think before yeah. they moved into the house, she had had a mastectomy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, She's full of can- her boobs are full of cancer. <laughs> Not, I mean, I think they biopsied it. it so. That was the half a boob that for Jake's rating. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no! Alpacas come in twenty-two colors and hundreds of shades. That's, That's alpaca fact number three. Oh my god! Twenty-two colors. Alpaca. So we need eight. We need eight and a half alpaca facts. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we like, eight, this podcast good. is basically just it's it's about alpacas now. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Alpaca <laughs> Podcast. We talk about alpacas. Alpaca phobia. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I would never be afraid of an alpaca. The uh, inside me. I I think it was a good uh, thing in the like I think like sticking out like the setting you come into with her in the ritual circle and the horse. I think the horse was such a good, the pets in this, I mean, to speak to the alpaca rating we got going here, were so, like, I like if that was their, most of their budget, I was like, those were so well casted. Mm, yeah. The alpacas, the dog, uh, the cat, the horse, Comet, yeah, all Comet. great. Uh, all great. And in the book, I mean, you got to figure this book was written, it was written in 1927, I believe. And it was written about a time 30 years before that. They call it like I think they call it the 80s in the in the book, which is they're referring to the 1880s. Mm-hmm. So everything everything's on horseback. Like one of the big things about the 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 farm in the book is animals like horses, which presumably everybody on the road is using and like uh, carriages and stuff are all scared. Like instantly after the meteor falls, like it's hard to even get a horse to act normal. And not just book it. So, yeah. mm-hmm. and Comet gives you that through line of that tie back to that age. I mean, it's it has to be like because they're semi well off, they're a rich family, and she can afford to to own a horse. But it like is that through line back to the book to where everyone owned a horse, but it gave yeah. a good reason for her to have it. She's just an eccentric. They are super rich too, because that house was fucking enormous. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> that was a huge fucking house well, out in the middle it, of nowhere. Did he inherit it? Was it yeah, in yeah, his father's house? I think right. so, but they were well off in the city before that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so after that, like it, you know, she, after she's done with the ritual and like heads back to the house, it shows the the big ass house, and then they're all sitting together at dinner, and uh, they're weird. They're just a weird family. Their dynamic is strange. The dynamic, yeah, they're a sweet, loving family. Dude, it was like I was getting real incesty vibes. Oh. <laughs> like, really like paint it like it was like the perfect family. Well, I yeah, mean, but it was so unnatural to me. Like, I just I wish yeah. I'd written down some of the quotes. But um, okay, so. I probably have nothing to say here, though, because, like, I haven't talked to my sister in three years. I was going to say, you've never sat around a, a dining room table before. I don't <laughs> think so. So maybe your mom, like, like maybe if they had, like, dinner trays and they were, like, watching. Yeah. TV with it. Maybe if they brought the someone, you know, the son's dinner to his room while he was playing video games, I could have related <laughs> to it. Like, yeah. Like, maybe if, like, the, like loving the Disney family guy was on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the sure. living room TV and they make a masturbation joke and then you laugh and then your dad like looks at you for like a long five seconds afterwards. Yeah. 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 
But then he yeah. also just makes another masturbation joke and thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> the, weirdest, the weirdest part to me about that scene is when he goes downstairs to get the wine, like he's making a selection, but it's all the same wine. <laughs> it's yeah, all that, the- that scene was weird to me too. It just like had no purpose. The I purpose was, was to, it was a flex to show that they had a wine. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think it was if to, for, to foreshadow like, you know, uh, yeah. the end of the story as well. Yeah. But also I noticed on subsequent viewings when he's coming up from the cellar, he almost like, I, I don't know if it's a continuity thing, but he almost circles around to a different part of the room that kind of seemed weird, but also the conversation coming up, I should have, uh, I should have written it down better, but, uh, I think Teresa is having, and it's done strangely because of the audio, but the dialogue underneath is like basically Lavinia saying like she's having a tough time. Benny like uh, kind of pokes at her and says she's just being moody. But there's this like like low level somberness that's like a serious conversation. Like Lavinia is obviously like not having a good time and she's trying to talk about that with her mom. And then all of a sudden it's like Nick Cage doing that. It's you trying to do the dishes. And you're yeah. like, I was like, wait, no, there was some subtext there that was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and it, it is weird. <laughs> what, why are you guys laughing? The chick was eating. I was eating. And I was you son eating. of a bitch. <laughs> I will kill you. Um, I just realized, though, as you were talking and you started dropping names, I'm like, we have not introduced who these nope. people are, yep. what they're uh, about. So this film centers around this. a small fit. We are going to get better. We learn from our mistakes. Yeah. Um, so the family, uh, the gardeners, uh, consists of the father, Nathan, uh, the mother, Teresa, and then their children, three children, Lavinia, Benny, and Jack. Um, Lavinia seems to be the oldest, right? Or is... Do, what, what, oh, wait. I think Benny is actually. And he's the oldest. Okay. It it has. I have no idea their ages. I'm going. I mean, casted. They, Benny looks the oldest. Uh, okay. Um, but I was just hoping it, she would be older, so I would feel a little bit better about the ward romance. But I don't yeah. think they mention it. And in the book, it's all sons. So. Oh, okay. It it doesn't. That doesn't track. It's not a one for one. Um, okay. And the father's name is Nahum in the book. So. It's just completely, it's completely different. Yeah. Towards it the end, when it, just it wasn't white enough. Them, she says yeah. something like, I guess I have to be in charge. I feel like that insinuates that like she shouldn't be in charge. She's mm. not the oldest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, when he's leaving for the hospital, he does say, Benny, you're the man of the house. Yeah, but that could just be misogynistic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Why couldn't Lavinia be the man of the house? Huh? Exactly, yeah. man. Tell me that. He's got Will. Or Jack. You know? Yeah. Jack, Jack. But Jack, the fucking. Jack kid from Stuart Little annoyed me so the much. worst yeah no um <laughs> but uh yeah so this family who everybody but me thinks is a normal loving family i well, find find them off putting personally i guess i guess my thing is is that like this movie like kind of like i mentioned in my review it it just reminds me of films like poltergeist and films like the conjuring where it's just they just show like a a decently, you know, a functional, happy family at the beginning so that you know that when Nick Cage starts, you know, throwing some shade towards his daughter, that it's not how he is 
normally. normally. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, to me, it's just like, it's just a baseline for all the, like, oh, this is a happy, functional family, just like Poltergeist. You know, they also all have to match Nick Cage's energy where he's overacting. They have to, you can't mm -hmm. just have him doing that shit and then yeah. not being weird. Uh, another thing <laughs> I, I'll, I, I think we should mention is, um, I don't know if anyone here besides me has really watched, uh, the Nicolas Cage film Vampire's Kiss from the 80s oh, but yeah when uh when Richard Stanley supposedly cast Nick Cage in this film he told him he's like I cast you because of your performance in Vampire's Kiss so I want more of that and it's yeah. the same like all the you know the the memes of Nick Cage you know with the the super wide eyes or whatever that's from Vampire's mm -hmm. Kiss and stuff like that. Oh okay. And it's him doing a very bombastic kind of Donald Trumpy. It's literally like a Donald Trump impression. Yeah. It's like apprentice Donald Trump. Right? Yeah, like yeah. it's it's and so it's just yeah. like it's basically I didn't him, that. that's true. Him doing like a, an extension of that in this film. Is basically get out of my life. That's my Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. That was good. Yeah, <laughs> thank really you. Good. Oh. <laughs> uh, so he's like, let's keep this memeable. All right, let's keep yeah, this. Yeah, keep yeah. It seems it's a reference be, of a reference of a reference. Him trying hard. That's... It seems to be the only uh, the only trouble with this family is that uh, Nick Cage hasn't gotten laid in a while. Yeah, you know. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, uh, he keeps on bringing it up. Yeah, he's Arms like, kids too. come on, baby, let's yeah. let's do it. And she she feels gross because, you know, she she had the the mastectomy. Yeah, that, what's it and that, that's kind of mastectomy. That's kind of also what I mentioned in the review. She had a vasectomy. That's kind of also what I mentioned in the review. That get him pregnant. Has a it has an emotional core of you know the mm -hmm. you know the the relationship between the cage and his wife. Um, and nice and cancer in people. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's it grows and it, it sucks and, in it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so through through some through some real uh, real gropey convincing, he 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 convinces her to uh, you know get in the sack. Uh, I think uh, even before that, they talk about not becoming their parents. Like, there's a callback to the conversation. Mm. Teresa was having with Lavinia and she was like I see myself becoming my mother with her and then Nick Cage is like uh, you know look at me I'm living on this farm that I swore my dad's farm I swore I never would um, so it's just that reminds me almost of what we were talking about on our episode about The Shining was how Jack and Wendy didn't want to become their parents like I thought that was an interesting tie to watching this movie right after was there was again was like that internal thing where it's like they didn't want to become who their parents were and for some reason that trope sticks is just like anywhere you you're up against that stress it's like you can see nick cage is like his impersonation of his dad was the same guy he started losing his mind and becoming mm -hmm. later on like yeah it was that same impersonation there were so. a lot of parallels to the shining that i saw in this movie yeah, like I don't know if anybody else like picked up on it, but the whole like, you know, the family aspect and like yeah. him, you know, a, an, a supernatural event like affecting like the their living space and driving everybody crazy, like isolation. 
yeah isolation like I, there was a lot of parallels to the shining that i saw in this movie um just i liked the shining more <laughs> <laughs> um but uh uh so they they do eventually have sex after that mm. they're 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 starting to anyway and then we see the color and at first space. you think he's hitting it so hard it's yeah. changing How, yeah he's oh, not yeah. gonna light out changing i'm still the not the world i'm not convinced that it wasn't that mm, daddy i can feel it in my belly button yeah. daddy yeah. I, I ancient sex magic yeah of Nick every, <laughs> um you, we see uh lavinia sleeping on her bed without a any sheet or comforter or anything like a psychopath well, she, she's a witch she yeah so she also need, has two plates full of toast you're telling me witches don't coffee. need blankies they don't need blankies oh, bullshit have you seen the that witch? Was, they just get naked in front of fire and that was the, the biggest leap of this film was was like <laughs> them trying to convince me that a 16 year old girl could go to sleep without some kind of a comforter or something. i mean well, we, it, we it also saw her multiple times throwing herself on the bed and like crying so she could have just been doing that and fell asleep yeah okay well and she was reading the necronomicon i believe she had a journal which is probably like book of shadows uh she had the book of lies and she had goddesses by uh joseph conrad so. That sounds like a like an off-brand Playboy. What goddesses? Oh, goddesses! <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like I think that's one of the ones I started reading. But no, Joseph Campbell. Not I'm sure Joseph you Conner. did. Um, Campbell writes a bunch of like books on on myth, so mm. it just tracks with her character of like you know tracking right. down magical archetypes and writing them into rituals and. Shit like that. Hmm. And uh, she had a mortar. She had a mortar and pestle too. Yeah. So I think she was just she was trying. She was probably fell asleep hard at her magical practice yeah. while making guacamole. The little, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> now she's making killer guac <laughs> to put on the toast. Oh yeah, that's it. Which she, she had a ton. Get of. to that part. Yeah, she had the toast already. She just uh, got so yeah. sleepy. The the little boy. Uh, Jack was the only one to notice the color at first. It seemed. It seemed everybody was kind of, you know, they were unresponsive to it for some reason. Yeah. But uh, he he sees it, and it almost like the the color affects him first. And he's, you know, the meteor lands. Everybody notices it. Then they they come out. Um, Jack is completely unresponsive. Like he can't talk. Yeah. He's kind of like dazed um the other thing that i noticed was that uh nathan uh nicholas cage's character uh kept saying he was smelling something and nobody else was nobody else could yeah. smell it. Yeah, yeah. um so if it was me i would have been like it's your upper lip uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch i'm not even a dad <laughs> um, there was there was some cool things too when the meteor was coming in and during that sequence too like we got a piece of each of different parts of the family too like with jack was the first like he was the kind of the the person to notice the color and freak out about it he also had in his room i noticed like the triceratops that was mm. his mobile above his bed it reminded me i don't know if anybody else would feel the same way of like mothman so mm. that kind of is a similar you know pulpy weird tales of mystery tie in there and then benny um 
there was a reference earlier to him smoking weed with Ezra, mm -hmm. which Ezra, which we haven't talked about, is their Leo uh, from that seventy show. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Tommy Chong. The same. Uh, he plays like their uh, squatter, like essentially. I forget what they call him in the in the movie. I think like, they call him a squatter. Hermit. Or like yeah, a hermit. Like yeah, hermit squatter or whatever. But uh, he, they reference Benny um listening to nasa tapes or watching nasa tapes and smoking weed with him and later on i think he's playing like a game or something but his kind of like his room is like to stay like how every person had like lavinia was witchcraft i think uh jack didn't have a theme but i noticed like the the, the mothman kind of weird and then benny had those like NASA pictures on his wall, like pictures of the moon. And he was really, I like, think, I think when he was on his computer, I think he was looking at like a, astronomy, like, like patterns. Uh, yeah. It was like black hole patterns. And I remember yeah. there's a flash of something I noticed and I think it's referred to later, or I saw it in a review or something, but someone was talking about the Mandelbrot set, which the Mandelbrot set is like one of those infinite mathematics problems. It's kind of like the imagery later on used there's um and you kind of see it in the static there's either usually ruins or i notice like this toroidal imagery like a uh, mobius strip like uh if you've ever seen a mobius strip it's like uh it's like a track that's flipped over on itself so anytime something seems like it's going to the upside of the mobius strip it's actually on the bottom side it's basically like if you if you torqued a piece of paper like a, a paper track and made kind of the the infinity infinity symbol out of it. Oh, but is it like the um like you know like the infinite stairs thing like in Inception? Yeah, is yeah. That... It's it, it's kind of like one of those like it's uh oh gosh I can't even think it's like uh, it's the uh, Im impossibility like it's yeah there's a there's a, a name for it like it's like there, a, there is and I can't um, think about it. it's like I, right on the tip of my tongue it is a theoretical it's like theoretical uh, irrational. Kind oh of, God. we're like circling. Is it, is it like a, theorem? <laughs> like it technically can't res. It can't it's exist like in like a statistical anomaly or yeah. a. There's a word for this, and I can't. Paradox. We're not smart enough to think of it. <laughs> exactly. We shouldn't even Parad be talking. We shouldn't be reviewing this. But paradox uh, is that? Yeah, it's kind of paradoxical. If you guys know, let us know in the comments yeah, what the fuck know. we're trying to say. But, but that imagery is that. used so much in this movie. Um, and, you know, I think it does a good job of putting that in throughout the movie. And, you know, it's... I might as well talk about it. Okay? <laughs> okay. No, I mean, I think... I th One of the things I like about Lovecraft is Lovecraft was, um, besides being uh, racist, was really into chemistry and into you know science and stuff like that and uh that was one of his aspirations as a young child it's just he uh like myself very much sucked at math and that's kind of what a lot of people think the seed is for a lot of his concepts of cosmic terror and and like cthulhu and like something that's so unimaginable that it makes you go insane is like kind of one of his like it's like it's like a, a through line in a lot of his works because of i think how he viewed things like uh 
mathematics and and science and chemistry is like something that he just viewed as something unfathomable and something that he couldn't really quantify in his mind and something he couldn't hold it you know that would you know cause him to mad madness hmm. yeah well i think i think he uh like that especially when you get into the irrational side of a lot of this stuff like it can seem really comforting when you're when it helps ground you like a triangle is like the first i think i think they say that's the first stable structure or a square or one of the two because you're still dealing with rational shapes and plutonic mm. solids and you're like oh this just helps me to find my you know the physical universe i mean and then it's like mm. you get into the irrational parts of this and you're like oh god it never ends and it might repeat but it might never repeat and we still haven't proven this but mm. it's how we structure all of this stuff like um that stuff when you get into those high concept like math stuff is like oh my god yeah but uh, uh, and in the in the book uh, or in the short story, the first part of the first story is almost all him putting through, like they call it in the book, the stuff that comes off the meteorite. I would probably put it closer to this stuff like Nick Cage finds in the shower a little later into our, our review. We'll talk about, about mm -hmm. that probably. Jellyfish. Um, the jellyfish, yeah. <laughs> they call it in the book like the globule. Like they basically pitch off like a piece of what they refer to as like the color or like the substance or the globule globule yeah. and the detail he puts into the scientific experiments the group of scientists puts into this is like it was i was like man this is almost like like this is kind of boring reading because <laughs> it's just basically someone someone who is obviously interested as a writer in putting this down and running this what they would actually do to put this through the paces but it pays off in the book later when you're like oh they really didn't get any because it disappears like it winds up just like in the in the book like ryan was mentioning uh nick cage starts smelling it in that first day it's already sinking into the ground it's shrinking it's getting smaller it's yeah. like going into the water table essentially but it you only have a certain timetable to even study this thing it's like even in the modern setting they're like it's people are like oh we're not going to waste our time on that like you're out there out in the sticks like it's just like an afterthought like so and in the in the short story it's a lot like that too people are like oh that's just like people like rural people nonsense like yeah the the horses are getting everyone says their horse is scared but that it's like an area that's full of witch legend it's like so i think that plays a part and it's like that is so universal as like even 100 years later it's still a problem with people being like oh that's just that's just country nonsense mm -hmm. like the same thing with magic right um so yeah the next day you you had said that like it's it was gone like the they, they went back out and the meter was gone i think th that's the day where um word comes back um and he's he's presumably doing some studies in the area on the water um that's his his profession is a he's a meteorologist right or, or what, what hydrologist hydrologist yeah sorry who is also qualified the only person in arkham massachusetts I'm an expert yeah yeah he does water but also also comments. i'm comments. i'm here for all of it i got a guy yeah. for that i'm the guy he's, he's well also lacked also lactose intolerant yeah yeah because that was the sweet with... sweet sweet alpaca milk that was the scene this... with the uh the with quote the could you could uh, we get that quote jake 
Yes, we can. I was going to say, too, is this might be a bonus alpaca fact. And I don't know if it's the same with cows and, like, goats. But usually people who are lactose intolerant can drink alpaca or goat yeah. or uh like some of those weirder milks like because it's it's got a different it's almost like i think it's like a2 milk like lactose intolerant people intolerant people can sometimes drink that stuff like so if you have a jersey cow or alpaca or goat uh people who are lactose intolerant might be fine and he just didn't want to drink that hot hot titty juice (laughs) and i get that i mean it kind of turns my stomach but i mean you try it Oh, for sure. Especially if I went through the trouble of buying alpacas and like was raising them. Like I'm getting something out of you guys. And of course you have to be very gentle with the uh, mm-hmm. boobs. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I will say that that part did make me laugh. I did. I did enjoy that part. That was that was done very well. Um, I think uh, next is when uh, they meet Ezra, right? Like, yeah. Um, Meet, go and meet Leo. Yeah, they go and meet Leo. I, w- I will say one of the Chong. One of the first uh after Nick Cage is is I think he's just talking to Ward at that point, or the mayor might be there. But mm-hmm. uh he sends Lavinia inside. Um her mom says that remark about the throwing herself at her, mm-hmm. and it's the first shot you see of Lavinia like calming herself. Uh, and crying um and then right after that is when they but that i noticed i i plotted that as because she's one of the bigger characters who we follow um during this uh that i just noticed that her she was uh pinching herself or maybe cutting into herself with her nail or whatever um right. i don't know if it was oh, yeah, to cry was or, or something yeah. but that was one of the earlier things i noticed about the the land, I mean, because, I mean, she's obviously in a earth-based religion is like later on that'll tie into how she's feeling. And one of the bigger moments when the, like, the color starts to manifest itself is when someone's tied to more of the, I think, the energy field. So it's like mm-hmm. where we're going is, I think it shifts from being about Nathan and being about her as far as the ener- energy the uh, color is kind of displaying. So that was one of the first cues I got from her was right before Ezra. All right. Yep. Uh, what the fuck are you talking about? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so we meet Ezra and he's just like your, you know, your hippie dude. Um, I think, uh, He's an electrician. Yep. He's an electrician. Yep. Excellent. Yeah, I watched the deleted scene, and he also he goes in the deleted scene that he like uh, was like worked for the power plant. And oh, like, right, that, like because uh, he has like a, he talks about uh, being like paranoid about having radiation poisoning and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What well, he, he was already talking, crazy. you know, what you think is just crazy hippie shit. Like yeah. you know, at the time, like he was like, oh, it's you know. It's fucking. It's already. It's already uh, around us. It's under us. Or whatever. Like it's here. It's already here. It's in us. Yeah. It's here, man. Like they're just like okay. Like and I think is that when Ward's like, you know, don't drink the water, or was that later? Does he go to see him again? That was on a later visit, but I. Yeah. I think when he hands him the coffee, he goes to test it. I think. Oh, he's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm gonna. 
I'm going to take some of your water and I'm going to test it, whatever. Just, you know, he says probably fine, but just to be safe or whatever. So he takes the water and leaves. Um, then like that, that evening, you that's when you see the, the meteor uh, or the spot where the meteor was like a bunch of lightning was striking where it was or whatever. Like it was like uh, energy was being pulled into it. Um, and that evening is like the first uh, semi scary part of the film. Uh, which is when Ward is in his campsite uh, alone at night and he starts like hearing things and uh, something this you know, his radio starts kind of going wonky. Like he was listening to the radio and it starts like playing these like garbled noises over it and uh, eventually just kind of shuts off. And then he's, he hears something in the woods, goes to look in there. And then there's a jump scare of the, uh, the, his truck lights turning on mm-hmm. and that was the first part that made me jump but it wasn't you know it was scary it was just it was a jump scare you know? uh, this was the first time in the movie i noticed when he got his flashlight off to go investigate the sound was the first time they they make an effort to show like what the short story would call the miasma um of like the color like you can see it in like the the overall biosphere like you can see weird tricks being played with the light um just almost from like the the fog or basically the condensation that's being admitted at night so you see that that colorful uh spectrum when he shines his light across like the and i think he he ah that's true yeah the miasma wind yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's worth 50. Do you flip the coin twice? Um, so, yeah, then... Um, oh, so the, actually the, the meteor was still there up until this point because he had the people come and look at it earlier yep. in the day, the previous day. Um, but it yeah, is getting smaller and disappearing. Yeah, it's getting smaller. But the, the mayor thing. comes. She's like, I'm not fucking worried about this. Um, now, I, after that night... What's why up, Why is the mayor so angry? She's Because so she... She has an agenda, clearly. Okay. Um, she has an agenda for re-election. Um, and, uh, but even doesn't... in her, like, re-election, what? like, video, like, uh, commercials, I feel like she's very, doesn't she have one? You well, they're trying to, it's very, also, like. They're trying to build a lake there. Yeah. But yeah. she's, like, yeah, so. A hydroelectric yeah, dam. Because she's there so was something, of, something that she said you should have let me buy the house for me or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, she's she was clearly so... pissed at him. Gotcha. I thought that that was just her character. It was just unnecessarily sassy. No, she was like bad blood with him for sure. Sassy for a reason. Gotcha. I think think it's implied that she's in bed with the company that Ward works for, which is Hydrolite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, Which is a high, they're building a hydroelectric dam, which would turn their house into a reservoir that that fed into the dam. Which you may or may not see later on yeah she's probably corrupt like because that's part of her i think right her bid was like her campaign video was like i have this new bill that's going to add all this infrastructure all this work that's going to go into the dam which is how most of those things are usually sold right right so i think she's like this is like one more thing that i cannot deal with yeah that (laughs) i i just wanted to get this shit done i do not need this on my docket Mm -hmm. right so so okay. she she doesn't give a shit, but the meteor is gone the next day anyway. 
Yeah. And like, uh, I, I think it's, is it Teresa that says like good riddance basically? Like, no. you know, she comes out like nobody wants, nobody's wondering where the fuck this fucking meteor went, but whatever. And that's when the, um, the news, news outlet shows up. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're like, Oh, so we came all the way out here. <laughs> that was a funny scene when, it, when they're playing, He's like, could nobody hand me a fucking comb? <laughs> like, I like a bit of bourbon. Uh, it comes from Texas. Yeah. Um, adds like, what is it, bourbon mm-hmm. uh, fan or something like that? Which oh, yeah. everyone knows bourbon comes from Kentucky. Yeah. God. Well, not. I don't even think you're allowed to call it bourbon. Just not in the 1930s. Jack Torrance about bourbon. Um, another parallel to The Shining. Look at that. Both loves bourbon. Loves bourbon. Um, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, um, that we see the the first like the 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 purplish pinkish flowers growing like outside mm-hmm. of the magenta. well. Magenta. Yep. Magenta. Whatever. Yeah. Um, start growing by the well. Um, and the you know you don't know this yet, but the whatever this force or this entity is, is that's its first foothold into this place is through the ground, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so we see like the flowers, whatever, and everyone's kind of being affected by it in a little ways. Um, the real big one that we see is, uh, you know, people start losing track of time and stuff and, and kind of like, just like getting into like a haze and whatever. And we see uh, Teresa's making dinner uh, chopping carrots and she cuts her fingers off and continues to keep chopping even after That's she cut her fingers off. Finger soup. Yeah I, yeah. I wrote in, I was like, she just chopped carrots. Those are raw. That's raw carrots. The dinner's not ready. Like, if she had <laughs> yeah. raised her hand to me, and be like, she's like, dinner's ready. I'm like, no, it's not, bitch. Yeah, you're chopping, you're chopping the carrots. First steps. That's like step one or two. Yeah, th- like, those are hard. I can't even my teeth can handle that carrot. And no. if you're gonna cut, if you're gonna cut them like that, I could see like it, Julian cut them. If this is a crudite, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. if we're eating cold carrots, you better go the long way. She's a bad. I'm cook. not eating like oh, a, a round carrot yeah. chip. Yep. <laughs> and so, like that happens to her. Uh, Jack's obviously being affected. Um, he's he's like whistling at the well. Uh, he yeah. says that it's talking to me. There's yep. a man in the well that's talking to me. He's like, what a weirdo. Yeah, super weirdo. Loser. Um, you think he, like, it's just that weird laugh, yeah. Uh, but Lavinia does hear it. Lavinia yeah. hears as she's walking back to the house. Yeah, and uh, it's like super loud for her. Like she can't like get it out of her head. Um, and she runs, tries to. At this point, um, Nathan and Teresa are. They made their way to the hospital, uh, because Teresa had cut her fingers off, and they're trying to call, and the phones are all scrambled. Like there's no, you know, it's just that verbally noise that you heard in the radio with with ward at night mm-hmm. might be how this podcast uh, is. what the fuck are you talking about they don't know what they're talking about they can't talk to you. um and then my first big issue with the film oh, which is tell it is the tell it baby that's what pink Tommy Kong says. butterfly don't tell yeah, the, the... slash praying mantis thing yeah, the mantis. yeah. Like that came out and it looked yeah. bad, and not only did it look bad, but it was it was just a weird choice to like that's the creature you chose. Like it's just some weird insect. 
Oh like my the, god. I didn't like the switch over with like the thermal vision or whatever. Okay. I just I just figured this out in my head. That it was it was it was a praying mantis at some point, but it got like possessed. Okay. I thought that's what they were saying what the fucking alien things looked like. Like mm-hmm. that was that was them. No, because like, they look like G-spot becomes gets absorbed by the color. Yeah. The what? Leo's cat G spot. G spot. The cat G spot. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. It absorbs everything. That makes so much more sense. Um, it's a collective. It's a tentacle collective. Yeah, and then I definitely uh, thought it was coming out of the well, though. Too, I didn't. I yeah. Just, yeah. Well, I mean, it was. It, but it was like, a weird scene. Yeah, yeah it, but it makes more it sense now that I'm like it. thinking back on it. Like, um, but then uh, Lavinia what cuts herself or something while she's she was trying to clean the 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 knife that her uh, mom yep. cut her fingers off with. She's trying to clean yeah. it, and. Yeah. A ton of time passed. She loses track of time, yeah, and goes the from overflowing. Eleven twenty-two a.m. to four forty-five yeah. p.m. Yes, I so. think the shining. Since we're on the time jump, and that was like probably the first obvious, most obvious time jump, was uh, other than like the Ezra to back. Like that can be debatable whether it took that much time to get back. But this is the first one we see represented by a clock. Right. Is I feel like the shining would have been served with just a few lines that said, like, hey, we're getting weird time jumps. Like that's how I did that. But it was just like it went like so linearly, but they could have just been like, Yeah, time is weird here. Is it has it when's the last card we got that said yeah, four PM Monday? Yeah. Mm. Like, I don't know, like I feel like that is one trick that uh, movie makers have gotten better with was like let's let's find a reason for if there is going to be this, you know, like let's make the fact that I mean let's make the continuity errors like in the positive for us like oh this is actually not a bug it's a feature yeah yeah (laughs) because it does it it did add to like wait when when is this why is this like especially when they are freaking out like well how long did dad go to the car like when was how how many like where are we in time not only where we are are we Mm -hmm. like yeah because like that doesn't have to be like a dialogue like they did a good job panning it out with yeah you knew like you knew you knew time was real uh, stupid not to know Yep. Yeah. Um and then uh she she like pukes. Um which like after... I mean, I guess not all witchy stuff has to deal with like blood and stuff like that, but I feel like no. it's no, a little actually... weak of you to to yep. puke with blood here. Yeah. Gonna be... Yeah. I I think I think the that that's the one thing that got me. That's why I was thinking in the beginning, I think it's just a regular like not regular. I mean, there's a bunch of different sects of, of Wicca, but like what she's doing in the Necronomicon is is a blood ritual. And yeah. I think mostly in Wicca, you're not supposed to harm yourself because you're an extension of the earth. Yeah. Like, right, right. That's my understanding true. was like that would be going into, I guess, different sects probably treat that problem differently. But like the stuff I, I was 
most of the time when I look into it, I think that might be a legal thing too because you're reading a book and it's like hurt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so you think uh, it might actually like, be a, a good thing that she acted so negatively to the blood on the knife. To the blood, yeah, because I, I think you, I don't know, and that's another thing too is I think she it doesn't show it explicitly, but there was that uh, scene earlier of like her like at least pinching herself. So like usually that evolves yeah. into I mean. She's right, wearing long like, sleeves most of the film, so you can't really yeah. tell. Or I mean, like, you see us our legs, so I don't think she's cutting her legs. But yeah. you know, yeah. there but is that like, element too, to where it's like I don't really know. But. It's like um, Nathan talking about his father, where like he's talking about it a little bit, where she's doing it a little bit, and it just grows with the like yeah asteroid with the whatever it's called yeah the color. meteor. And that's another thing that's interesting interesting about this movie too is what parts of what cracks were already there yeah uh beforehand that are not involved with the meteor at all like would she still have done that same i don't think so like the ritual she does later in the film out of the necronomicon right like when she's carving into herself i don't think that that's a ritual that she would do outside mm -hmm. of these circumstances no yeah no, i think it, that was like, shows, like kind of like fucking her up desperation yeah. act yeah you know I mean? um and then so so after lavinia pukes that's when uh ward uh the the urologist um <laughs> the, pro the proctologist the, uh the gynecologist <laughs> the gynecologist shows up um and uh to, he's just trying to warn everybody that he found something in the water like the water is contaminated around there and trying to tell everybody not to drink it uh and she's like it's not a good yeah. time and he's like drink water drink water bottles please please don't drink the water yeah. everyone and in he's, like, he's sponsored by poland springs yeah <laughs> he's, he's um, palestine so death water yeah. <laughs> then uh nathan and Teresa come home but then you have another jump scare of uh the g-spot the the pussy right. the the cat was all fucking alienified Oh fucked up, <laughs> fucked up, whatever, and just like completely waxed, yeah. And uh, I'm gonna say two things here. The first thing is I have underlined at this part in my notes. So far at this point, not liking it. <laughs> um, but <laughs> after further consideration, if you'll allow me. I would like to raise my score to a five. Nice. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. Because upon talking about it more, and I think some of the issues that I've had with it have kind of been cleared up. I don't love it still, but saying it's a four would say it's below average. And I don't think that's fair. Yeah. That's why we're here, baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about five unimportant compasses. And oh right. yeah, that's that's the rate. So yeah, she earlier in the movie she had mentioned something about to, to her like her brother wanted the compass really bad or something, and she's like, I need this compass for what? No one knows. Uh, it comes into play later for no other reason other than to just show that she had a compass. Um, but anyways, uh, that's all part of the underpinnings of the. Like that whole side of this is that there is a worldly side, like an earth 
centric like that is completely that's magic is in mystery is completely held by our world and that's the underlying like underpinnings of her story is that she's in an earth-centered religion and this completely up overturn like upturns that cuz it is from out of space like so anything she yeah. would rely on is like that compass in our world and in her religious practice it has a lot of power but against an otherworldly force that can create a blasted heath and use your energy almost against you as like a force to leave our planet um i think that's that's part of that the underpinning of that story so i'm glad you brought it up to five <laughs> useless yeah. red herring compasses <laughs> is this in the short story at all the whole nope okay nope wow. they're they're a it, and about... it's kind it, i think that's why it got like for me, I don't want to bias all the movies I watch with the books, but I like how the movie took stuff that wasn't even involved that just could be involved, like the type gotcha. of family they are. Or, yeah. like, in the book, it's more of a family that, like, the guy, like, the father is questioning, like, we've been good, like, Christians. Like, we, mm -hmm. like, even though we're in, like, kind of a witchy area or, like, a legendary yeah. area, we're just trying to live. And in the in the book, it's yeah. He they they really try and like it's almost weird how much they they try to be normal. Like yeah. there's a time when all the fruit is bursting and all their livestock is like they it looks like oh we're actually gonna benefit from this. But like mm -hmm. it, when it all starts to go wrong, like the dad just tries to keep it together and just be like this is our routine. We just like in the book, he's like we feed the alpacas. We you know, do this. We grow our crops. I did everything right. Like, yeah. Just like Nathan at the end of this movie to jump ahead, he's like, what? Everyone's here. We're all fine. He's like, in the book, Nahum was like, what? like, yeah, we're, we're doing great. And they're like, still like, they're like going through the motions, even though everything is turning on its head. Yeah. Right. Sweet, sweet alpacas. Oh, and I of course just... you have to be very gentle with the, uh, <laughs> the apaca sounds in the background are so <laughs> and it was the whisper when he said boobs he went boobs <laughs> like... i just remembered too when Teresa is like preparing dinner and she's cutting like before she's cutting the carrots when she breaks open the egg, oh, the, egg the oh yeah, yeah there was like there's an embryo it was an embryo oh. so the the even though i mean eggs are typically unfertilized uh eggs it's uh it whatever fertilized it and it was becoming oh. a chicken. i think i think that's before the grasshopper scene too so there's that egg imagery like used twice to where it's like this thing is whole cloth with space radiation i guess like air quotes like mm -hmm. like whatever it is is creating life and twisting is it on everything it. yeah it's it's, it's a just throwing its space jizz everywhere yeah, it might as That's well be like up. it's a very cancer esque where it's like it's penetrative. Like Brian's like gonna bring this. A, Brian's gonna bring this movie up to six. Space jizz six. Six point nine for space jizz. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Space jizzies. Nice. 
Um, Did you feel like um, host Jake? This was I don't know if anybody else has seen Into the Earth, but I feel like like the just earthly Mm. like relation. It made me feel yeah. It was very Into the Earth. I feel like this movie kind of reminds me of um, uh, Annihilation. I don't know if anybody. Oh yeah, with now especially with the miasma. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it kind of reminds me of that because it like the with the the refraction of light in that film and the you know the unfathomable you know color out of space in this movie, which yeah. is magenta. Yeah, like, is what I'm looking at. Yeah. What I'm looking at. No. I only same, like... same guy who did Ex Machina, right? Yeah, yeah, Alex Garland. Garland, almost so, close to Gardner. Also did Men, which uh, oh yeah, A twenty four. We should yeah, talk about I, that movie. I do. Oh my god, we I haven't think, done an A twenty four. Have you seen yet. it, Ryan? Hereditary. Mm-hmm. I gotta watch. Hereditary. Uh, no, I have not. Well, <laughs> I want to see. We're talking about other movies when we're literally not even in we're, the second act yet. <laughs> we're foreshadowing true. what we could be watching in the future. Yeah, just that's true. Out. That's true. Um, I would okay, love to talk so to Ryan about men. I keep I going back too. Like I'm like I know we're making progress here, but let's yeah. go back to the egg. Yeah. Right? Well, well there, awesome. I mean, that, I I actually I'm glad you brought that up though because I didn't put that together. That yeah, it was, that like, was fertilized. A, yeah, that was a scene I kind of just glanced over. Yeah, I, I didn't get it. I wasn't yeah. smart enough. Yeah. <laughs> Ian um, knew the fingers were going to be chopped I'm, off and just closed his eyes. I'm w- watching the movie for the first time right now. <laughs> we've, we've almost watched it twice yeah, sitting oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> when, when Jake brings it back to the egg, he has to rewind back to the yeah, egg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In real time. So this space jizz is not only infecting the land, but it's also starting to infect the uh, minds of the family. Mm. Um, Nathan is turning into a super huge dick uh, <laughs> with beef jerky arms. Yo, um, yeah. Beef jerky arms. Yeah. Is yeah. that what we're for you? Yeah, no. <laughs> it looks I, like a grilled I, pineapple. Yeah, yeah he's like his arms are like all like fucking like oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. He's like and shit raging yeah. psoriasis just... yeah it's re- looks real bad um he's being he's a tie, dick he's tying they one even, on they don't explain that the skin condition yeah. um, do they it, I think it's radiation yeah. burns yeah oh okay yeah, yeah I mean to me if you if you look up radiation burns like the same yeah. thing with with the like uh cr- critters they find later on in the movie. Like the guy pulls up to the sheriff and he's like, "Look at these." He's like, "These are fucked up." And the first thing a ward says, which ward is another great like that's good, and that that's like uh we talked about. I don't know why I'm blabbering about this now, but ward is like a, like a magical ward, like it's such good characterization for like the underlying themes of this movie. That ward is a good is a good uh, name. Anyway, yeah. uh, seven point five. He says. Yeah, I think he says that uh, th- these look like they're radiation burned. So okay. I think I think Nathan has a similar thing. I think he's f- he's fighting it more, but I think it's meant to be- look like l- at least look like radiation burns. Right. Okay. Because it's got like almost like a gritty pattern. He's getting pissed at the the family and and especially Lavinia, and that's when he says the, "But you get the fuck out of my face." <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was that was uh, such a funny was... line. So do me a favor and get the fuck out of my sight. Okay? No, no, actually, I'll save you the trouble and get the fuck out of yours. 
Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald fucking Trump, dude. Oh, yeah. Nick Cage. I do love Nick Cage. Real quick, just a, just a, everybody's favorite Nick, Nick Cage movie. Oh, we'll, space. Okay. I, said, I think that face-off is mine. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ian? Recent watch. So I, I was thinking about this, too. Um, I I want to say Con Air is, is one of mine. Oh, I like Jaco. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to try and think of another one. Yeah. So I, I, I also have, like, um, like, a guilty pleasure of the knowing. It's like a sci-fi mm. movie. It's 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 known as it's being a lot like banned. this movie. Yeah, it's it's Except not better. Yeah, I mean, not knowing. Yeah, um, it's I think it's got like a thirty-some percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's like it's better than Jumper, which I love. Yeah, so. yeah, which like I said, I, I I like that movie. Um, so I would say that's up there, but gone in mm-hmm. sixty seconds. That's that's a good one too. That's uh up there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say uh, I just love this rolling kick ass. Uh, oh yeah, as, as Big Daddy. That's I, that. That was my favorite role he's ever played. I just love that character. Yeah, Matchstick Man, Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah. Gone oh yeah, seconds. Matchstick Man is really oh, good. And I made a joke about it earlier, but National Treasure is a fucking National Treasure. Oh yeah, that oh, yeah. movie yeah. rules. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Has like, an important part in all of our lives. Too. The yeah. second one kind of sucks, but the first one. Yeah. was really fucking good. Oh, yeah. Like, I yeah wish... Everybody's seen that. My only thing about the first one is, okay, so, like, the blonde in there, like, the blonde girl, mm-hmm. what accent is she doing? Because she either sounds like a European person trying to do a bad American accent so or good. an American trying to do a bad European accent. In like, National Treasure? Yeah. She's Pennsylvania Dutch. That's what that is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so it's... Oh. it's, it's, it's uh like old german yeah. descended oh okay yeah it was just because it was inconsistent like it was like an inconsistent accent so it just bothered me but whatever yeah. but that movie still rules fucking 9.5 out of 10 <laughs> you son yeah. of a bitch <laughs> give this movie a 9.5 out of 10 I then you never now i already came up to 6.9 oh okay <laughs> Just because of space jizz. I just, it's just, yeah. Yeah. So, um, then moving along with the, uh, walkthrough here. Uh, um, I think my favorite movie. Oh, is, is adaptation. Mm. Okay. okay. <laughs> Nick Cage. I'm like, fuck uh, you. Mine, okay, mine was going to be Con Air. Yeah. But I like, oh, shit. Adaptation. Okay. So Katie Katie chimed in and said her favorite was Vampire Kiss. Nah, oh, okay. nice, dude. We talked about shout that out, before. shout out Ian's shout girlfriend Katie. Oh, yeah, shout Katie. Shout out. Get in. Get her on the mic. Get her on the mic. Get her this, in here. Tell her say what's up. is basically the second Vampire's Kiss. She said no. She's refusing. <laughs> so moving along, then uh, basically like. Lavinia is trying to convince the family that like something obviously fucking weird is going on. Like she's picking up on it, but Nathan is in denial for some reason. I Ezra, don't know why. Ezra's actually picking up on it too. He says when uh, Ward comes to see him, like uh, he keeps mentioning like what's out there is in here, what's fast is slow, what's up is down. And mm. when Ward says this is obviously before they. Uh, see like uh, Teresa and Nathan almost 
run into G spot. He says, I'll keep an eye out for G spot. And, uh, Ezra says in like a creepy way, says you might see her, but I don't think you'll recognize her. Yeah. Like he knew what the fuck was going on. Like he had everything completely right. It was crazy. Yep. Um, so Lavinia then you, as you alluded to earlier, performs the, uh, like another ritual, um, just cuts herself right the fuck up. Utility knife. Oh, um, one of the words she puts on her is solve. That's one of the ones I know. Yeah. 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 And and then, uh, Oh, go ahead, Ian. No, sorry. I was just going to say the, the one, uh, symbol she cuts on her forehead is uh it's a rune symbol for othala that's one i was Which, talking about okay. earlier yeah yeah often right. used in, in white yeah, supremacist it, groups the meaning is inherent- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah the meaning Just is inherent- real subtle oh for sure um it's, uh inheritance tradition and persistence yeah and oh, the okay reverse of, reverse of that is rebellion loneliness and separation yeah mm. and actually oh. the lights the lights mm. on the house make up that that ruin as well like if oh, you wow. trace if you fill them in yep. and that one is seen in the static as well in, that's in a big TV. one yep Damn. yep but oh yeah well, usually used I, as like I wasn't picking room. up on those symbols but yeah um and another one she carves into herself on her i think it's her left breast <laughs> like she's carving <laughs> what almost seems like a pentagram or a pentacle like Plastica. but yeah exactly artogram she um, just loves bam Argea. <laughs> no but it 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 speaks to like the idea a the rune ties in later on it's what ward sees uh like the mobius strip of like that tentacle world in he sees that in the rune like once they're kind of eye locked or whatever but um also the it contrasts with her ritual earlier because earlier like between her foot she has a pentagram on her foot the um the magical circle she's using is using like the elemental like five pointed um but this one is completely random it's otherworldly it's she's carving uh a lot more like essentially points into it like it almost seems like she'd be going for like a 12 pointed or like a 20 pointed like it's mm. so so much more erratic. So it speaks to the fact that everything that, like the five points in that would would be standard and they would be unchanged. Like that's why doing a ritual like that is so reliable. But like once you add, I guess blood, which is like would be like more of a will, like like sacrifice. Like, uh, yeah, idea of that. Like to where it's like, well, you're kind of at the mercy of what's going on there what's trying to get through via the the substance the color and that's affecting what she's doing like it's almost like she's going mad into in like the tradition of like like any other hp lovecraft like priestess where it's like they just lost their mind and like are scribbling on walls Mm. okay yeah so do you think when when she's doing this ritual or ritual what, what do you guys think was she like being controlled by the color out of space or was she doing this almost like in opposition to it i think it was like a tendency she might have had like in a small way like she might have written it down on paper but because of the color out of space she like went a little more crazy and like carved it into her body yeah i mean especially yeah. especially because of the just the nihilistic ending that the film has, I I, I, would, I think that all, like 
you know, it basically set out from the beginning that once the uh, meteor hit, that everybody was fucked. And so yeah, I mean, I, I think like... that. So by that, by this point, like the yeah, the like everybody's going to lose to this Colorado yeah. space. Yeah, and like going back to the first scene, yeah. she, she was in the middle of that ritual and she was interrupted by Ward or whatever, Ward. which is mm-hmm. bad. So like that's mm-hmm. not gonna be good. But she was asking that's, for such simple true. things that's, in that yeah. ritual though. Yeah. Like that was pre Yeah. Still, is the only thing I'm those saying. Those were more selfless, right? Because like it was it was almost like yeah. oh, protect yep. my mom, get me the fuck out of here, right? Wasn't that yeah. kind of yeah, like she was asking for three things, which is yeah. pretty much the opposite's happening now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's like yeah, you still gotta close of, that circle oh, after you're done with it. Yeah, I don't like think that she fell did flat on her that. face because she's everyone's dying. Yep. And yeah, in, in my theory, she got this ritual from the Necronomicon, yeah. which is you know in itself. I'm again, I'm not completely full on my Lovecraft, but. It is something that if you enter into this world and try these rituals, you're putting yourself at hazard. Yeah. Like it's it's definitely not it's something that can just cause like insanity by just trying it. Like mm-hmm. unlike the stuff she was trying earlier, I think this is the the earlier ritual was tied to Wicca and this one is tied to the Necronomicon, which is an otherworldly book that causes insanity on its own. So I think it just lends to like an uninitiated user dealing with something that's literally in her blood, the color. So like everything's fucking with that ritual. So even if yeah. even if her intent was helpful, I think it's like she's wielding something that is pretty unstable on yeah. our earth because earth magic is based on like pretty common like regular things. Like it's 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 known variables so when you throw in a bunch of unknown variables it's like i don't know i think that's the contrast of of those two main rituals yeah. that she does and like the first right ritual like going like she calls upon like the four archangels which michael the protector Raphael, the healer gabriel the messenger and then uriel the pillar of strength very kabbalistic so it's like to me like the fact that the whole interruption of that like everything that's happened in that movie like it's the opposite of all four of those you know mm. so mm. i don't know that's that's kind okay. of okay yeah, looking yeah more deep into that that's kind of how i i don't know yeah. it's yeah. almost like it's almost like completely those those like the the contrast of like okay well there's our realm and then there's just outside of our realm like the mm-hmm. spirit realm where yeah. in which like the protectors and the elementals would have a part in your universe or your realm. And then the color out of space comes from so many realms and, and like it's so, so out of, out of our area that even like stuff you would see as woo woo with like, like a spiritual protectors, like that at least is only yeah. like one degree above like the actual earth center and then yeah. like something from so far away like from way out in the our universe is like oh well this is so out of what that any meaning that 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 ritual had mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, the rituals were, were interesting. And then she, though, Ian, you said that uh, she was like getting the opposite of what she asked for, which brings us to the next scene because she asked for her, her mother's safety and, and health. And uh, that didn't happen because uh, her mom and Jack uh, get uh, Siamese twinned. Yeah. Uh, they get, they get hit by the uh, purple energy attacks uh, Jack and Teresa fuses them together um, they went to the portal gun in spongebob Teresa, <laughs> jack risa <laughs> yeah it was, it was super fucked up um and they neither of them can really speak or anything at this point they're kind of just like moaning on the couch um and uh yeah like, fuck and the sunlight hurts them I noticed like it was like yeah. you know they they couldn't be in the sun for some reason while they were fusing um and then we we learned that uh, the same thing happened to the alpacas the alpacas were mm-hmm. speaking of alpacas it's been a it's been a minute yeah yeah how's it uh the uh oldest alpaca to ever live was 27 years old most alpacas live between 15 to 20 years. Holy oh, shit. so he—that's he, that's a pretty big chunk of years to. Yeah, like he just—it's well, just, like that, I wouldn't want to use uh, them for me. That's a that hospice cell. Yeah. Oldest alpaca was in the 27 Club. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey. He killed him. He killed him. A white lighter. Yeah, he was like, "Fuck this." He thought he lived long enough, and he just lit it, and then all of a sudden, he was just chilling with Kurt Cobain. Just my sweater. um so nick cage or uh nathan seems like a maybe like a spark of the actual person he is kind of comes back a little bit and he's like you're not gonna fuck with my family and he goes and gets a shotgun love love nick cage with a shotgun Mm. uh double barrel and uh brings it in and just blasts the fuck out of the alpacas Mm-hmm. And a pretty gruesome scene. Mm-hmm. Lots of lots of practical effects used there of just like prosthetic alpaca <laughs> heads just yeah. being blown the fuck apart. Blood they had sp- quite I mean, speaking of in Doctor Sleep, like cuddle puddles, like the, the llama <laughs> cuddle puddle. Yeah. Like in a different world, I would <laughs> want to be a part of that. Like I want to be a, a, a head in that llama cuddle puddle. Sure. <laughs> I mean, they didn't seem like they were having a good time. <laughs> you don't know, man. So much shit. They were like, ha, ah. ha. I mean, they were kind you of don't know the bliss of the color out of space. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? You don't have to be soft and flame resistant. Like, I would feel yeah. safe. Well, um, so and now, a lot of milk. How many titties do you think were a part of that? Like, so titties. oh god, yeah, milk holy shit. How, how many titties are on a on a alpaca? A, a six, single one, probably like six, eight. I don't know, like six, eight. 80, 80, 80 titties, 80 nipples. Oh my god, and, and you were off. you were seeing how the like the color affected water. Like, imagine how that affected the milk, sure, like. Um, that's like weird. Like, 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 like rainbow of, milk? Like cereal milk? Comes oh, from. it's like of fruit stripe milk. Very That's after the meteorite hit. So you got to assume that the, at that point, yeah. the llamas had been affected. That, so he just drank. Milk was tainted. He drank uh, yep. cosmic titty milk. Cosmic. I do. 
This is going all the way back to the beginning, but you playing that for the fourth time has reminded me of one of my cons I wrote down for this movie. Oh, um, okay. It's sexual Nick Cage. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> really? Talking what about the, the boobs. He's a sex icon. Podcast is over. I disagree. <laughs> disagree. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's fine. It's Not fine. Ryan thought that he was underacting. I thought he was overacting, but too much sex. I was sexual. hard the entire movie. Fine. That's yeah, fine. I don't know. I, I, Not for I me. think I get it now more. Like I said, like talking about it, like fleshing this stuff out, I'm like, I, I, I'm coming around that a little bit. There's still like some things that I'm like, we're, we're coming up on a part that I, you will not change my mind. I don't like. Um, I bet but, it's one uh, of my favorite parts. Grimey, bitch. Yeah. So uh, the horse is fucked up too. Like it's not, it's, you know, it's, it's like angry trying to run away and shit because uh, Lavinia and Benny are basically like trying to escape. Like, they're like, we got to get the fuck out of here, but they can't. And they're like, do we walk? Do we not walk? Whatever. Our, our um, but then uh, Benny thinks he hears the uh, their dog. Um, mm. Remind me the dog's name. I didn't write that down. Sam. Sam. Yeah. Uh, Benny thinks he hears the dog coming from the well. Goes to climb down the well. And then all that pink space jizz just starts coming up. It's from it. size. And he doesn't even attempt to climb up. He just he puts literally, his stupid glasses on. Yeah, he just puts the steampunk goggles on, <laughs> looks I'm down gonna, at it, and goes, great this guy. Oh, No, no, no. It was like it's like that scene in South Park where like they're on the train tracks doing the like the fads or whatever, or they're doing like the Taylor Swifting or whatever, oh, yeah. and like they're they're on the train track and it's like a mile away and they're like there's a train coming and they're like no 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 they don't move like that literally was what happened in this well he was just watching it happen didn't attempt to climb up and he's been driven mad by that alpaca titty milk he he lives in the well now now he now he's that's his home one of the ground um, people that Ezra was talking to. Maybe that's yeah. Maybe that's who his brother was talking to the entire time. I guess but you're unstuck in time, so maybe time maybe he was talking to the little boy in the well who was, or the boy in the well, who was actually his brother the entire time. That's possible. That is that is one theory. That's some head cannon. Normally, hey, I'm the fucking head cannon guy here, dude. Don't be bringing that shit out. <laughs> well, there you That's go. Fine. Well, the next fine. time you watch it, just when when his little brother Jack talks about talking to the boy in the well, just um, you know, assume that he's talking to his brother and mm-hmm. that they're unstuck in time. Um. So, there, speaking of South Park, there's a lot of elements of this that reminded me of the lice episode. Oh, for some reason, I think it's because like, I it almost made like once the color was in their ecosystem it almost seemed like it was trying to find ways to get them out so it almost like felt like i don't know it just felt like they were the invasive species that like that needed like like once the color started taking over it was like well we're obviously not like we're we're the it almost like they started flipping to be outsiders in their Mm. on their own farm right Right. So I don't know. There was just that. It reminded me of them being like, "We're not going to survive here." Like some, like, like between the the trees like growing and changing color. Like there's that one good scene when he gets out of the car, and it's just 
everything is growing and popping. Everything. I don't even think we're there yet. Um, but it just like, oh, this no, whole, we're, we're, we're past we that. thought we were on a head, you know, and there was like, or we thought we were on our own world and it turns out we're on this like speck. Oh yeah. yeah. What if, what if this force, what if the Colorado space was the original inhabitor of earth went on vacation, came back and the, now humans are here and they're like, get the fuck off my property. Yeah, what are you doing? This water. Like the, the, the squatters, dude. Yeah, the idea of civilization. I think it's too when the sheriff and Ward go up in the room. It's like, and the the mother and son are fused together. It's like it takes like a few things to go haywire for civilization to just go out the window and to just shoot your son in the head. It's like your son can only be such an otherworldly horror before you're like, hey man, for both of our sake, I'm just like, I'm gonna blow your head off. Yeah. Okay. This part yeah. very very confused about, and somebody needs to help me with this, because so after the well thing happens, Nathan comes and grabs Lavinia, brings her upstairs to where uh, Teresa and Jack are fused in the attic, and is basically like, we're a family, we stick together, and. Like he keeps saying, like we stick together. We stick. Which I'm like, okay, you're gonna try to fuse her with, you know, like that's what his plan was to basically give uh, Lavinia to whatever they had become, whatever Teresa and Jack had become, yeah. and they would all fuse together or something. I don't know what it, you know, but he he locks her in a room with her, and this is when we see visually what was a pretty freaky looking practical effect use. Like yeah. this was yeah. what this is what brought the uh, the score up to a four. Probably could have gone higher had the mom Teresa not said Lavinia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lavinia. Did you finish your homework, Lavinia? Yeah. Lavinia, dinner's ready, Lavinia. Look <laughs> at my legs, Lavinia. Yeah, I was like, oh, I you brought don't you ever... into this world. I can bring yeah. you out of it. Lavinia. They're selling chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> What are they selling? Chocolates. <laughs> like, I was like, um, you never, like, you could have had the same voice, but just had it be like, Wah. like, yeah, why yeah. did it say her name like that? It was so cheesy. <laughs> yeah. That's... It was the first, like, uh, comprehensive thing she said, too. It was like, oh, she's yeah. Yeah. in consciousness. Yeah. She's gotten hungrier. I wrote smarter. Yeah. I wrote Lavinia in all caps and then wrote lame next to it. Yeah, I, I might have I might have to drop my score down a little bit for that. <laughs> Brian raised his, Ian dropped it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna meet in the yeah, middle. My mind is two nice. ships in the night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll match your I'll match your five. Yeah. So a little bit for the go feed your mother that happened before that. That made me. Yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. Go feed, go feed your mother, right? And then so the the cop and Ward show up and like nathan's acting like weird but like he's like oh yeah come on in like whatever and then uh he's like oh my family's just like sitting in the living room and like there was nobody there and uh <laughs> they hear screams from upstairs they run up to this horrifying scene of lavinia being attacked by the the you know jack risa mm-hmm. and uh there's a gunshot and it's not from the cop it's from nathan he decided to shoot his wife in the face after he tried to feed her with his daughter. Mm. Very yeah. confusing. 
He's going insane, yeah. Ryan. Yeah, that's that's he's yeah. flip flopping though. Like, yeah, the the your the point of insanity is to not make sense. And he goes, I, "They're not they're not my family," and he shoots he, his son. He says, "They're not my family." Yeah. Uh, I think his family at that point is living downstairs with him. Yeah, like he okay. just like just like his dad is invisible, and he's like, "I put your favorite movie on, Dad." Uh, which we don't see his obviously his father in the whole movie. So I think that is all in his mind. He's like, everything else is going on is like, and he, oh, he, like all those other people, like even Lavinia, who wasn't a creature yet. Yeah, was. You're not my family. My family yeah. Here. Yep. Because and you can even see that it's like what we were talking about earlier. I think earlier on in the movie, until uh, I don't know, even up until Nathan gets shot, I think as exemplified right after this maybe not right after the scene but uh nick cage begins to walk outside and they shoot him as those tentacles are like bursting forth from the well as soon as they shoot him they retreat back into the well i think the energy of the color is feeding off of the patriarch of the the gardner family at that point which is nick cage or nathan yeah gardner um, and then once he his star fades, I think it does bounce to Lavinia. And I mean, I guess before that, they're down at Ezra, too. So they all have their part and they're all getting fed on. It's just like it's like the biggest flower in this alien's garden. And it's just like, well, we're going to use this for, you know, OK, getting, so getting out of here. And when Nathan gets shot, right, which first of all, so he he just shoots this creature obvious crazy person and the cop just watches him walk away with a shotgun and doesn't do anything about it at first um but then i don't know if i saw this wrong but what it looked like to me was that so we have a scene of ward is carrying lavinia outside Mm -hmm. and he's walking kind of near the well but not really towards it and nathan sees the all the like tentacles whatever coming up from the well and he he says something like i can't remember what he says but then he i I, didn't he point the gun at the well he pointed the gun at the well yeah yeah so he points the gun at the the barrel aiming down the well yes and the cop thinks that he's about to shoot ward which is why he shoots yeah like he he thinks that you know ward's about to you know yeah he's losing his mind yeah so he shoots ward or nathan the cop shoots Nathan and then Lavinia runs to her father and is like, Oh no, my dad, whatever. And like, he's like, Oh, it's like so colorful. Like I'm seeing colors, whatever. And, um, then they go, I think essentially like the, doesn't Lavinia kind of just give up at this point. Oh, Lavinia stays with her dad. Yes. And then Ezra, Ezra, needs to be found so ward's like i need to go find ezra they hear a sound i think they hear like a thunder crashing or something and he's like i think that sounded like it was coming from ezra's spot yep yep yeah so the cop and ward go to find ezra yep and this was a super cool scene actually i like this yeah 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 um when they they walk in and you just see like ezra sitting on a chair and you think you hear him talking and he's like saying he's basically just explaining the entire plot of the movie yeah, like yeah. over and over. I think. I, I mean, Jake. Section. Jake probably knows. Yeah, read if you have the exact quote, read it. Uh, and it would be it wouldn't be bad to. I don't know if we can play this. Sucking the life out of everything. It came 
Ezra? It lives in the world. It grew down there. Ezra. Poisoning everything. Changing everything into something like the world it grew. Into what it knows. We all know what's coming. But we can't give it away. It's got everything that lives. They all drunk the water. It got strong on them. Sheriff? Fed itself on them. So you think that he's saying it, but then you see that like Nathan or uh, Ezra's dead. Like yeah. it looks like he's, he's been a, dead he's for a, a minute. He's a shell. Yeah, and shell of a man. So that that this probably because sh- like just the day before he was alive. So this is showing kind of like the time warp, like because it it looks like he's been there for like a month, yeah. dead. Yeah. Yeah. Which and, time? Yeah. Time. Yeah. And the he just has this like, you know recording just on a loop just playing this like over and over and over again and he's talking about how like it's in the water and earlier we we skipped this part when ward originally found the contamination uh, in this water supply he tried to tell the mayor about it and she's like we're not doing shit about this because half the east coast gets their water from here like like yeah. their their yep. their water runs through here or whatever like we're not we're not doing shit about this basically yeah. um which you know tells you that like okay sh- like basically now like the entire east coast is infected with whatever this is or going to be anyway um the uh they they go to back to get Lavinia again and the cop gets snatched by some creatures in the tree uh, must have been some kind of woodland creatures I, that yeah. were. I think it's just the tree itself. Yeah. Oh, was yeah. it just the tree? Yeah, I just yeah. wrote yeah. sheriff gets killed by a tree. So yeah. in in the oh, book, okay, then yes. Or in the short story, it says like the way it explains this is like even people outside of the farms like notice like the trees are moving on mm. windless days, like they're moving independent of almost like the grass moves at at the like the climax of the scene we're coming up on, like it starts animating itself with the color and not like things like wind or right. regular normal earth shit. Yeah. Um, so then we come to the giant purple tornado um, of uh, Lavinia basically, you know, giving herself over to this force. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, there's just this big epic scene of, CW CGI proportions. Um, son of a reminded me of great work. Sorry, worst part of the movie was the good. ending for me. There are real um, living yeah. people who are involved with a project that they're they should be proud of. I know it just looked real bad. It hey, just listen, it was 
Oh, it just sucked ass. Listen, they only have 2,000 <laughs> followers on Instagram. Let's okay. give them a, hey, guys, come on. Give them a follow. <laughs> Shout out. That's T38. more than we got. That's more yeah. than we got. Um, hey, and yeah. our thousands and thousands <laughs> of followers. Let's send them over a few. So, and then Nathan's still alive somehow. Like, he, he goes into the house. They... Ward sees the entire family's just like sitting on the couch, just like whatever, like what's up, you know? And he's like, What the fuck? And then Nathan starts trying to attack Ward. Ward hides at the wine cellar. And then there's a giant explosion of the house for some like like Nathan just gets so pissed that he explodes or something. I, I that part was also very confusing. It was it was very like um like War of the Worldsy. Where it yep. was just like very convenient way to end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was just like, oh, like this is a short story, the, baby. The yeah. bad, the bad guy just died on its own. Yeah. You yep. know, you didn't have to do anything. And the the one cool part about that scene though was that um, there was no more color at all. Yep. Everything looked black and white because yep. of the the explosion turned everything to so much ash. Um, and a black guy crawled out of the of the, of the uh, <laughs> and you, you of the wreckage. See his hands and you could you <laughs> and it and it was everything just looked real black and white. Um, the and, uh, uh, oh god, yeah no no go no because I was about to just end it so oh, okay uh, the in in the book this is I mean I think he it isn't mentioned at all in the movie he might mention at the end but this whole area is called the blasted heath like in in the in the short story the surveyor is um is talking to like the general public and specifically an old man who lives on near the property that's called the blasted heath but it is like this ash, like almost like volcanic ash and i think that's meant to represent like the color leaving our earth like it basically uses those big the big vegetation the 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 family who lives there the livestock everything it can pull color from like originally it it grants like color like it get like the tomatoes grow bigger the alpacas get cuddlier (laughs) um like it's feeding everything for a little while and then it collapses to gray and brittle and then it finally just sucks everything out. Like it's almost okay. like it evacuates back into its own dimension. Because I think it's like the idea like something otherworldly like that can only exist in our reality for so long before something's got to give. Like that's yeah. almost like the great equalizer is like, well, then nothing can live here. And it just separates. And in the book, there's kind of like a local legend where it's like they swear that the blasted heath expands like an inch every year so like technically and that's why at the end and we're gonna get into that is like i still won't drink the water like something is down there something is still here that's in that that's keeping it dead no new life is growing there and no new life is going to grow there but at least it's underwater and whatever like that's kind of like jake was mentioning the nihilism of this whole movie is like Okay. Well, it happened, and it happened to them, and it was the most important thing. But they're all gone now, <laughs> and yeah. it's underwater. Yeah. And I won't drink the water. <laughs> so, the it, it ends with more pretentious dialogue. 
Um, yeah. It, it opens. Like, it's kind of like yeah. everything is buried with all the rest of the buried secrets yeah. of Earth. And it, it implies what... Ex- what it, what it's explain pretentious dialogue explain yeah, just a lot of big words said in a very brooding way like almost like it's like trying to like i don't know like like you know like the ending of uh of like the dark knight <laughs> like where, yeah, just true. yeah like where where it's see that where it's just like uh you know he's a watchful protector he's not the hero we need He's the hero we deserve. Like, just, yeah. you know, I, I, that's the point of the movie. You I, son of a bitch. Yeah, I what? Dark, <laughs> it worked in the Dark Knight. I'm just saying, like, like it, it was a little. Like, that's the summary of the film. It's the is the 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 end. You know, the whole the angsty wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but so, so it implies a little liquid that he gives. Yeah, the the implication seems to be that like because he's talking about like nobody remembers why this the all happened, day. like the strange days, or whatever. So it implies that like the, the infection did spread everywhere, kind of right, yeah. like, and that yeah. this is kind of after everything's fine again. It's yeah. probably diluted for a major part to where it's like I think in the book he's like you know certain things happen, but I think it's left to like. Uh, um, like even though people say like, oh, it's in the past, like it, that was all local legend. People are freaking out. It wasn't that bad, and he's like, ah, oh, you still can't get me to drink the water. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm not gonna drink. I'm not gonna drink Arkham's water. So, because yeah. like, he saw it firsthand at probably like Ground Zero. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. But he's like, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna attempt it. So even though they there there might not be, it might be more of like an Aaron Brockovich situation where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. like you know, there's more cancer or something. Or like weird things do happen to the locals in the deep woods, like I imagine that area is still like, you know, affected. Yeah, but it's it just not adds like, to it's buried. It's like not like national news. It's just like oh, it's underwater. It's like another myth in an already kind of like we've said before, like already kind of like witchy or like area that believes in mythology. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. it it's all like Lovecraftian towns and so that they, they yeah. reference in the in the film so it's definitely and i think that's also which we haven't mentioned yet uh like now since we're at the end of the review um that the film was filmed in portugal and oh, yeah. you know like and I, and they kind of gave the the film that kind of otherworldly look to it you know like where it, obviously it's not the familiar flora and fauna of new england that most people can identify yeah, it was it was filmed in the wooded national national park of Sintra, Portugal, which is thirty minutes west of the capital. Also known as Mystic Falls from Vampire Diaries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it basically it, it ends kind of like on like a somber but like okay note where it's like everything's fine, yeah. right? So that is uh, that's color out of space. Um, alpacas and llamas can crossbreed. <laughs> And their offspring are called Harizo. Oh. And they have longer fleece. Hey. Okay. So that's on the pack effect number five. Thank you. And that's it. Thank you. Harizo. What is Chorizo called like from? So, how do you make that? Oh, okay. Um so yeah. I, I, I am after talking about it, I I, I am bringing the score up. Uh, 6.9? Again, 
again. No, 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 no. Like I'm gonna, I think oh. I'm keep it at six point. I'm gonna say six. I'm gonna say just an even six. six. Hi. Okay. I'm gonna say like yeah. in. So going into it, I had really high hopes, and I think that was my downfall. Um, because I liked the idea of a cosmic horror. Like, yeah. I was thinking Dead Space, or like, you know what I mean? Or like, uh, I was... Mm. More dark, more dark, probably. Well, yeah, like, and, uh... and I think more like Guardians of the Galaxy, but horror. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's kind of like... More gay. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> so and then like i like nick cage so i'm just like i think i had really high hopes going in and all the confusion that i felt and a few of the scenes i think we cleared up a lot of my confusion by me just asking questions and the only thing that yeah. really brings it down is just a few parts that i'm not going to budge on mainly being like the lavinia and the uh um him not doing yeah, anything about the shit coming at him, just putting the goggles on and screaming at it, and the comp. Yeah. Oh yeah, with the so the compass, he fi he finds the compass in the wreckage. Like he just like picks it up and he's like, oh, Lavinia, damn it!" Like, so like the yeah. the compass basically just served as a tool for him to find something that he knew belonged to her. Yeah, but, totem for Lavinia. Yeah, um, but I was uh, half expecting like a shimmer of the color on the compass yeah. yeah or like her but, just like her screaming like, like some some goo She's like i'm lavinia i turned into my mother yeah. <laughs> but yeah so go watch it so do me a favor and get the fuck out of my sight okay no no actually i'll save you the trouble and get the fuck out of yours <laughs> it's on shutter go watch it yeah get shutter shutter's cheap as hell get, you might as well get get shutter is the best yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Well, since we've done the walkthrough, uh, I guess we got to go around and uh, have everybody guess the blow jibber of the week. Blow jibber, Emily. You only got one. You go first. I've one. It is um, go feed your mother, and then uh, <laughs> some, <Okay>. some blowjob sounds. <laughs> I like the. I think it was in uh, the first episode. You attempted to make the the blowjob sounds and you you said like r r r r or it was so funny i can't i can't help what i'm into um i'll go next because mine got stolen last time um i have uh it's a conversation between lavinia and nathan um she says what are you gonna do he says handle it uh, and she says, like you handled the alpacas. Yeah. I'll go next because mine was essentially right where Emily's was. Uh, okay. The difference being was it's right as he's dragging her up the stairs. I think she says, like, I'll do anything. And then right after oh, that, yeah. he says, yep. or she says, like, I'll clean up my language. I'll clean up my language. I'll clean up my room. But, like, right before that, when she says, daddy. I'll do it, dad, like, daddy, daddy, you're hurting me. I'll do anything. Yeah. And then, Raunchy. This is terrible. Damn. My mind is rotten from all no. the pornography. Dude, I mean, I have I have four, and none of you had said any of them. So, well, so many blowjobs. I watched I, I, this movie three times. Yeah, and, and, I, I, and I, I suppose we haven't mentioned this before, but Ian 
was able to watch this with me in Nashville, oh, yeah. so he was able to hear my my uh, audible uh, laughs uh, while oh, yeah. he was in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, okay. He was in the kitchen with the master. Okay, but I don't, I, I don't know for sure. He doesn't know. He does not. I okay. don't know at all. If you get the right that one, that is a good place to riff. Collusion. Yeah. Call in collusion. So, so like I said, I've watched this probably. I watched this three times, and usually, like one time, I'm just I'm listening to them. Thinking about blowjobs the whole time, uh, yeah. trying to come up with <laughs> a good, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so my number one was when when they were eating the duck, and Lavinia says, "I love mystery meat." <laughs> oh, uh, you know what's so... funny is I had one written down from the same scene where she says, "I know it's mechanically retrieved, but it tastes like heaven." I had, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I had yeah. the one written down too. Yeah. Yep. But different, different. Yeah. yeah, we. There was so much in this movie. I felt like this one had a oh, lot. Oh yeah, peasant yeah. food is dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like, like I had another one too, where like the dad was like, "How can something big like this disappear when the meteor was gone?" <laughs> what's that smell? Yeah, what's a smell? <laughs> yeah, because that was another thing. Oh thing yeah, too, my when, dick. When when Benny was going down the the well to save the, the dog or whatever. And it's like it smells like something died down here. It smells like up dog. <laughs> it smells like, a, smells like up dog down here. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, I I will say the mystery me is my number one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's. Well, uh, I guess we'll let me give it. Let me give a caveat for this one. Uh, I've been going off of YouTube clips uh, to try to find them, and I, I thought I could rely on YouTube to like pretty much have almost the the entire movie, and. Uh, I have not been able to find that. So these next few weeks after this, I am going to find a better process to do this and that it, it'll be it'll be better. And uh, so I'm sorry, uh, but this is basically I'll, I'll play it. I'll just play it. All right. So this is Blowjobber of the Week, Color Outer Space. I mean, whatever happened to the good old-fashioned concept of teamwork? We can all just pull together just once for the sake of your mother. No, 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 no! Not another word out of you, young lady. Not one goddamn word! God, what is that smell? <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was good. For the last two, and then top notch. Yeah. Wait, yeah. why? Why are you sorry for that? Well, it's because it's well, not the I one mean, you wanted. It's not the one I wanted. The one I wanted was when, uh, when like the the mayor and the cops are there, and he, uh, Nick Cage says, "Let me." See. I, I wrote it down. Uh, it was like it was like. When the first time Emily and I watched this film, the ha handle that like you handle the alpaca scene made me audibly like laugh out loud. Uh, but this time, the the line that made me laugh out loud uh, was he, Nick Cage says, "It smells like someone set a dog on fire," and <laughs> that made me laugh so hard when yeah, we watched yeah. that. And, uh, <laughs> oh my god. And, I wanted to find that so bad, but I could not find that scene on YouTube. So yeah, but these next weeks, next week, uh, with the next few films that we do, like I will be downloading the full video oh, or full just, audio for the film. And stay tuned, folks. I just got yeah. some head cannon real quick. Give it, feed it, when, tell it. Baby. When he was saying, I when he kept smelling something, do you think his his 
the sense of smell was transporting through time and smelling the de- the dog dead from the future. Oh shit! Maybe that's not a bad. That's not a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. I always assumed it was like his dad, like his yeah. dad, like thought everything yeah. smelled like shit. Or just him being more sensitive. Well, he also mentions his dad dying, like in the scene where he like oh cancer. Yeah, it smells like the cancer where my dad is. You know the smell. You yeah. You oh my god, that you was know, so you know brutal. Better than anyone. And amazing. That was so fucking dude. This movie's awesome. Like, I don't, know what you're, yeah, I, don't know, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I raised my yeah. score. I've raised it. Yeah. I don't give a two. I, it gives it deserves more. I, you're, sticking at five. you're sticking at five then? Uh no, six. six. I, I went, six? Yeah. six? You gave it I'm a giving six. it a okay. six. I'm I changed it. You did so we don't have to keep this on the podcast, but like I, I've been keeping track of this the ratings from everybody, like on like a spreadsheet too. Perfect. This is the first time I added it. That's just for mine. like whatever. Yeah. Bullshit. No, I I, I think you should. That, that's awesome. like, I know for a fact you hated that movie. I have the yeah, story. I, I have proof. <laughs> I have the receipt. It's good to mind. know. It's definitely good to I know. I can never yeah. claim that I like The Shining. Yeah. Oh, never. One out of three French toast. <laughs> you, you always always remember your first. Yeah, you I gave me you. more shit for not liking Color Out of Space than you gave your own wife for not liking your self-proclaimed favorite horror movie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I know, but like this. Yeah, this, I was. That's all part of a relationship. I was surprised you the didn't get this. Does not make me laugh out loud. Like any any horror movie that makes me laugh out loud, like just 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 goes up and like what's yeah. like technically like I know that this this movie is not as good as The Shining, but at the same time, part of me enjoys it better. Yeah, you I mean, enjoys it a little bit more. Yeah, there, there was parts like yeah. I think, I I, I think there. If their budget was better, I think it could have been a, a better movie. Like, yeah. but I, I think, think also if it was worse, it could have also been a better. Movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, but the practical effects were great. Like, yes, the, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, and yep. the, the the property they shot on the farm itself played such a big oh yeah role. Like looking at the like... set, the set pieces they used were effective, especially how low that budget was. I'm, I was surprised. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I had no idea. Oh, I guess you can you can do a lot with effects nowadays, but it's like that practical stuff, getting people... I guess the cast was kind of small, too, but it's like yeah. you're using the pieces you have in the best way possible, and I think like uh, like originally in The Shining, it's like they did... They used the pieces they had extremely well. Yeah, and I mean, for what it was, and I mean with, with Lovecraft, like, there's so much like, that's not you know, like defined you know in a way so it's like to direct something like that or even like the yeah fuck yeah you know yeah. the the special effects people it's like yeah i don't they didn't have a, a bunch to go off of mm-hmm. and you're no, feeling i mean like, like technically in this film you're filming the unfil uh, unfilmable because it's yeah. a color that we've never seen before yeah which yeah. obviously it's magenta but like, yeah. but they, which, they you know they tried to put some like like some kind of like like refraction and like you know it's kind of got like this kind of glittery look to it and yeah. you know mixed in with in the 20 years this will look terrible it's like oh, how do you yeah. how do you yeah. describe the color out of space to a blind person you know like, uh, yeah. like you know yeah, like, we're I mean, all blind in this situation it did probably better than ice, in, just seeing pink yeah, like, yeah in my opinion it, it did probably exist. the most competent which like I should I I wrote it like I think it's in the IMDb fun facts that of why they chose magenta Oh yeah, because um, it doesn't I mean, exist on the wave. Like, there's no yeah. wave. Yeah, it's on the yeah. Roy T. Oh. Biv or whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, I think they mixed in like some all all three of like the. I mean, there's a lot more, 
but like those the three of those it's kind of like what we were talking about with like the theoretic like uh or paradoxical architecture it's uh, like well this technically I, doesn't i looked that up by the way um yeah. it's simply yeah. called an impossible object okay that's yeah just like impossible colors like cyan or our neighbor's house whatever oh, magenta color that is it like boggles the mind Yikes. um but i think it's like cyan magenta and there's like a yellow tint yeah it's, one. it's a psychological mm-hmm. color chartreuse yeah. it's what our mind makes up from seeing <laughs> aubergine oh okay yeah that's cool yeah um technically it's out of spectrum i did think of i just thought of a, a segment right now a quick one um that i mm. think would be kind of fun to do i'm gonna set an over under for how many nights i had trouble sleeping based on the scary <laughs> scenes uh that i saw and you guys that's have to good. guess that's over good. under um, right. i thought you might have uh, like when i was watching this i'm like ryan might turn this off i i will never I mean, turn with... a movie off i'll yeah i will just oh uh... I committed to this podcast. Like I have to watch yeah, it. I might close yeah, my yeah, eyes yeah. or something, but I'm not going to ever turn it off. Um, I might piddle a little yeah. bit. I mean, what? and I will lose sleep. And so the the scariest part of this movie for me was the the, the mom, like when she was all fucking yeah. yeah. Creeped yeah. Out yeah. We did for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, figured that. A, yeah. Yeah. Other, other than the Lavinia thing, whatever. But oh, I'm setting the over under at. One and a half nights. You lost one and a half nights of sleep over this. I'm saying you that's have to guess that's, over. That's a line. That's the line. That's the line, line is one, one oh, and a half. So I you have to guess. Gonna... All right. I'm taking the un- under. I think we're all going to take the under on this. I'm I'm going to take the over. Just cause everybody said the under. But okay, Ian. I'll, I'll say two. Ian won with Price is Right again. Again. Really? Yes. Dude, that's that's all how right. you win money. Two, two nights. I I. <laughs> And it wasn't like crazy. It wasn't like forever, like the whole night. But like the, there was two nights yeah. where like I would be like laying in my bed and my cats would make noise. Lavinia. And I would like look and like like look at the door and just like Lavinia. picturing yeah. that face or whatever. So, yeah. All right. Um, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Good segment. Yeah. Yeah. Ian, Ian got it. Got, like coming down and seeing the I lights just... in my grow tent. Oh, God. Dude. <laughs> that was insane, dude. <laughs> that was so funny. It's the exact color. Too. Oh yeah, it's yeah. insane. Which is red and blue spectrum lights yeah. too. Which is oh, just take a yeah. picture. Wait, that was real. I yeah. thought that, that was, the, was like, like I don't know how I thought it was edited, but I thought it was edited. When we release I this will, podcast, I, we'll we'll no filter. We'll post that picture on our That'll social media. Yeah. Yeah, that'll, yeah, that'll be the, that'll be the episode like cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was the one day I left the tent open fully. Yep. Because I had re, <laughs> like uh the tomato plant i'm growing in there i needed to like tie it up so it would be like supported and i just left it open because i'm like oh the cat yeah, the door was open that. everything so <laughs> looking right down like the door is right downstairs in my bedroom and it's just like glowing yeah. it's glowing up my stairs that straight up looks like a meteor with like oh, sure. oh it's like fantastic yeah the cops just see it as they <laughs> yeah all right what is going on in there <laughs> well so Figure out what the heck we're doing next. Yeah, what's the what's the what's the next movie uh, this week? Uh, let me go. Let me go to the wheel. Um, does anybody want to keep their? I'm keeping uh, nope. Okay, I'm gonna I am, nope. I am once again choosing malignant. Okay, uh, I'm gonna change mine. Next week, if I don't get All it. All right, Ian, what do you want to change yours from? I'm how? gonna do trick or treat. 
Trick or treat. Nice. Trick or treat. I love that movie. Trick or treat. Trick or treat is uh, that's one we watch every Halloween. Yep. Yeah. It's the perfect ho- perfect Halloween. It's film. the best Halloween movie. Yep. Which I thought right. about saving it, but there's a lot of like Halloween movies we could. Probably oh yeah, there's, there's so, so many. Oh, so many. Like, I'm not worried about it. And especially ones with like more disturbing image. Like this one, like Ryan for sure handled. Yeah, this one's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Once we get to Halloween, we gotta find something a little more special for. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Halloween. Jake, Jake uh, you, I'm, uh, I'm gonna switch mine to 30 days a night. 30 days a night. All right. I was rooting for that last time you suggested it and you didn't pick it. So <laughs> 30 days of night. Um I'm, I'm not even rooting for my own. I'm rooting for 30 days of night. Just put 30 days I'm a night in there twice. To... Yeah, 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 yeah. Get rid of Milligan. I'm gonna No, keep it. It's good. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh one of my uh Happy movies, which is a uh, Psycho Gore Man, since we've all got uh, our Shutter uh, subscriptions. Mm. Psycho Gore Man. That's why I'm Shutter. not changing mine to come and see because I don't think it's. I think that would be super difficult for okay. us all to watch. Yeah, mm. it's a very advanced. All right, so so we've got. We'll have to ship copies of that. <laughs> yeah, Psycho Gore Man, Malignant, Thirty Days of Night, Nope, and Trick or Treat. Okay. As our candidates, let's spin. spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. And it is. I'm going to spin it again because it landed on mine again. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> if it lands on it twice, then it's meant to fucking be 30 days of night. Okay. Yeah, nice. 30 Fuck days all of, of night. You. <laughs> so 30 days of night. Has has one. Uh, oh. I don't know where that's streaming. We own it on Blu-ray, so we'll be watching it. I, if if anything, I'm just rent it somewhere for four bucks online. Let I'm me sure, so. let me look at it. Probably on Shutter. It might yeah, be. I'm sure hey Shutter, sponsor us like... if you can. Just you know, whatever. If you want, you don't have to. But... It's available on regular Hulu. Hulu. Oh, Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. Oh, perfect. Yep. Yep. We're there. Or four dollars on Amazon Prime. Thirty nice. days right. of night. Yep. So nice. watch the Josh Hartnett. Don't sponsor us. You Everyone stop. come back with um <laughs> canceling cross that forehead shit. bangs. For sure. mm-hmm. Everyone wear a an early two thousands outfit to the next. <laughs> okay. I've been stuck oh, in the early two thousands outfits since the early two thousands. So you have no. to wear <laughs> go harder, Ryan. You have to wear a Devil Devil Wars Prada shirt with the most neon that it that you can get. Okay. Yes, we yeah. Do. Let me just stop at a hot topic real quick. I actually, I legitimately <laughs> still have one of my old uh, Double Wars Prada, like from that era where it's oh, all yeah. slimy, slimy looking. Yeah. I, I believe it's sleeveless. Don't still, oh, yeah. Suicide yeah, Silent man. shirt. Oh, shit. Well, um, yeah, Alexandria. as always, yeah. follow us on our social medias. Uh, we have all of them, basically. We are. Phobia Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Um, our Instagram is, or our. Twitter is just horrorphobia pod. Mm-hmm. Um and also I have my Twitch where I stream horror games occasionally, horror underscore phobia. Um and then just, you know, tell a friend. Just share the podcast yep. if you can. That's all you gotta do. Tell a friend, take your shirt yeah. off, you know, tell your mother. Yeah, Watch well, good and bad horror movies with yeah. your friends. You know how you see those billboards and where they, they say to like always check on your friends or whatever. It's like, w- like while you're doing that, like while you're asking if he's okay and shit like that, like also just kind of like slide our podcast in there. 
and yeah, grab no grab their phone and and subscribe them to our show. Follow yeah. us first. Yeah. Like if if they're dead, <laughs> and like you're like, oh man, I came in and like they they like they were they're dead. already they, dead. They, they hung themselves. Like, just, just pick up their phone. Use the face ID. Password. If their face hasn't well, you- decomposed, <laughs> then you can use their they face have- ID to open up the phone, find our our shit, and five star that and subscribe to it. Thank Give you. It a follow. While Take you're your feeding your mother, <laughs> let her know. That's our first gonna be our first shift first shirt. Uh, yeah. Horror phobia. Yeah. Take take your dead friend's phone. Um, <laughs> take your if dead they haven't friend's suffered phone? from cosmic radiation, you know, you can just open their shit. Yeah. So you know, you know they guy. won't be just a you know. All right. Thanks for listening. Well, yeah, we'll see you next week with our episode of Thirty Days of Night. Okay, bye. 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 Okay. This is a terrible fucking episode.